Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots, Toyota. Let's go buy a snow shovel. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. You, you don't listen to me anymore. Paul. I don't, and I'm I'm really upset you with myself. You don't give me flowers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anymore. I'm sorry. Can I, I can know. I uh, itch a scratch for a second? Sure. You just brought up Mac Jones. Scratch an itch. Yeah. Like I've heard that like ten times by my boys on my show. Yeah. I'm out on him. He cried. It, it's not even okay. Like, yeah. As long as we're being rational about it. Right. What, what happened to Chick Fil A? We gotta take a break. I gotta go get it. Did you forget? Oh, are you kidding me? You mean to tell me that if I said we're gonna take a break, we, you could have gone and got yeah, it? Yeah. Why don't you go I, get why it? Why don't you say so? Go All get right, it. I'm go get it now. We'll take a break. Here. I'm really upset with Deuce. Uh-oh. Yeah, if you don't no get there right away, there's a risk that they run out. They were giving it out at 12.30, and here it is 1.30, and he hasn't gone yet. You know it's, he's coming back with Or nothing. it's cold. What, but what's he thinking? You this is what happens. I put him in charge of lunch on one day. That's an error. Oh, God. What? There yeah. was one left. He has one. That's it? No, well, I don't need it. it. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh. He's got four. Wow. Okay. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. All right. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium. And, uh, boy, we had to come in and, like, douse the room. It was on fire after the Catch-22 show. Contentious energy. Everybody, if you think he's going to be a Super Bowl quarterback, if I I had a crystal ball to tell you that everybody everybody could be a Super Bowl quarterback, then who would ever draft wrong? Anyway, um, it's uh, Deuce, it's Alex. My work is done here. She must have had a good week. It's Evan. (laughs) I've been here every Thursday. Uh, Myself and Matt in the booth. And, yes, Catch-22, we are following that. And if you didn't catch it, yeah. Listen to it on the podcast oh, because I th- I thought it was very entertaining. I th- I thought it was, uh, you know, as much as they were going at each other, I think it was a good conversation yeah. uh, with some good information, differing opinions, but it, I loved it. It was really good show. So nice. Yeah. Have yeah. have conviction. <laughs> yeah. Take may, the quarterback. May, maybe we'll follow up with that conversation later in the show, but we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, obviously, it's Jets week. Yeah. And. Uh, like I said in the roundup, uh, do snow be damned. We're yeah. going to beat the Jets. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think everybody thinks so. I don't know. I don't know. Unless unless it's like, you know, the Patriots turn the ball over six times, which is certainly possible. Yeah. But the Jets might turn it over seven if the Patriots turn it right. over six. It, so. it's, who knows what's going to happen in this game? No. Jet, Jets, uh, Jets games are always weird. Yeah. Usually, Paul, and, you know, you probably won't back me up here, but I'll say it anyway. I'm going to back you up no matter what now, just for that. In a given season – the two games against the Jets are different. Oh, I would wholeheartedly agree yeah. with that. They're Absolutely. never the same. Yeah. You know, one game never mirrors the other. No, I mean, even like that 2010 season where like the Jets what, beat them the, the week two. I mean, I think it was like close to at halftime and then the Jets just pulled away and then the Patriots hammered them here. And right. then like three weeks later, the Jets came back in and, yeah. and, and eliminated them yeah. from the playoffs. Yeah, usually the games are very different. The 16-game winning streak featured – a reasonable amount of competitive games in New York in blowouts in Foxborough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, not always, but 
the playoff game was it oh nine oh ten ten oh ten ten oh ten oh ten uh that that was like the most shocking patriots loss of that oh. i can remember 49 yeah. yeah. whatever it was Be, because i remember them destroying them in the regular season and it was like two different oh like, yeah they were playing two different sports at oh, that point we've gone into the playoffs that being sure memory. we're gonna win that first game many times but i can't remember being more sure that oh, we're gonna beat the jets and then we lost that game oh there was no trepidation, though. It's just I don't know. There's something weird about you just beat a, you know a divisional opponent, and usually they, they those like you said those games are always so like swinging back and forth. I was I was definitely a little bit concerned, and then just the ga- the way the game unfolded, you knew it's like oh man, this is not Rex going Ryan our way. had it. He had it down. He knew what exactly what he needed to do. I mean, and they and they executed. And Sanchez played the game of his life, and I mean that Patriots defense just preyed on turnovers. They needed turnovers so badly to overcome how bad they were, and I don't think they. Nary got yeah. a turnover. I mean, I think what it was David Harris maybe picked off Brady and, and took it back, like first or second possession, that, something like that. That lazy, that lazy pass, remember? The, the lazy, oh, just the lazy, lazy yeah, pass. Yeah, I know what you're saying, pass. though. Yeah, 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 it was supposed to be like a screen or a yep. dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, Crumpler, Crumpler dropped one, too, I Algie think. Crumpler. Crumpler. Yeah. He, it's amazing. Uh, I, I got like Paul memory of that game because I was I was. I was going to say, too, so I don't, I don't want to see any more of your uh, squinty eyes at me. That was pretty – I know. The, the, the uh, Algae Crumpler and, I was hurt, Paul. which, I was hurt. by the way, I just realized that's a difficult name for me to say. Algae Crumpler. Um, in, the, in identifying David Harris as the guy who intercepted the pass. That's. Uh, and he came to the Patriots for like he a. Did. What, like a. Was he here even? Yeah, he was here a year, yeah. wasn't he? He did. Yeah. That, just I think Fred, he was Fred still thinks he he's here. on the team. He still <laughs> refers to him uh, uh, quite often. Yeah. yeah. Damian Harris now. Yeah. All right. So um, we've got the Jets. We're going to do picks later. We'll find out what everyone thinks about that and all the other games. It sounds like going on. Sounds like not crazy snow. I, at yeah. least in the latest report, maybe like three, three to five, and nothing crazy. Well, we have to look like at Foxborough right because yeah. it, differ, it differs where you live in I New was England. In nice uh, but I've heard anything from three to ten here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a three to ten. That's those those large, are my favorites. Those are a large range. And, 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 yeah, but they also one person <laughs> I heard this morning said that. It's going to keep snowing. So a total accumulation could be 10, but it won't feel that way because it'll take a long time and the roads will be cleared throughout. And so it won't have the impact of a sudden 10 inches. Uh, It'll just be by the end of the game, no one can leave. Now you can't leave. And maybe it's for the best. We all just stay here on Sunday night, you know, camp Uh, out. Well, usually that's what we do and we're able to get right out. But if the fans are stuck here too. We have to dig out our cars. Yeah. Yeah. We're having a, you know, a elongated post-game show. Yeah, what, sure. What's the hard? Four hours. I mean, yeah. Hardy, we're not going to let him go. We don't. We, right. Yeah, we'll, just we'll, keep it we'll going. We'll lock Hardy in the studio. I think we should just keep <laughs> going. So, Paul, I, we should say tell Hardy that um, Fred said, you know, tell him this in the pre-game show. Fred said that because it's your last post-game, he wants to do four hours. Yeah, he, and you owe him two and, more and hours. And the potential for it to be Bill's last game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we want it to yeah. be. How about he's got to make special. up the hour that he ditched on Christmas Eve. We're like, we need to make that up because I'm not paying you full rate right. if you don't give me an extra hour now. <laughs> yeah. so. Now, do you want me to wait till you get here? <laughs> no, you know, you just say it. I'll I'll try to watch and get his reaction. Okay. Oh, yeah, you'll All be right. here, Fred. Yeah. So you Because he'll be like, react differently if I'm not here. I'll say, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. Like during the pregame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And Fred will be like, no, no, that's what we're doing. we gotta, we got to yeah. go longer. That's yeah. snowing. Where do you got to go? But I'm not going to be able to carry that through. He's going to he's gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got the Jets. Uh, we also have to talk about this Andrew Callahan And story. Doug Hyde. Oh, I didn't. Doug yeah. Hyde had a story. Yeah, they were both on it. They're both on it. They're kind of like oh, like Andrew and like Andrew and okay. Karen did last so, year. So it's, yeah, so you know, they, they credit com- where credits. They tag teamed on that one. Uh, I thought it was a um, a good story. I thought there was some good information there. Um, 
what I gleaned from it was that Bill had enough hand in the offense to kind of screw things up. And I don't mean that in a bad way. In other words, he was kind of involved, but he wasn't involved enough in, in that people – it wasn't organized. It, it was – you know, dysfunctional is a word that a lot of people use, but it, n- people weren't on the same page when it came to the offense. Well, I mean, what I kind of took from it was that kind of refusal to allow new people to come into the building, especially with Bill O'Brien, well, that's part was, of it. Was, was the biggest issue. That's, that's where I talk about Bill's know? involvement. And like, he he wasn't willing to just hand it over to Bill O'Brien. Yeah. You no, know? And, and also the mention that that was, you know, not really a, a, an offensive coordinator search done in good faith. Right. It was more, you know, lip service. And, and as I sort of opined at the time, Again, this is a report right. with, a bunch of, yeah. with a bunch of anonymous quotes, yeah. but I, I don't think Bill wanted to move on from Matt Patricia. Yes. I think yeah. that that's what Bill wanted yeah. to – he wanted to see it through, and I think he felt like it was working. No, nothing Nothing that was in there really felt out of left field to me. It was just kind of details like – Good know, stuff. The, and the piece, and good you, stuff, if, and you, if accurate. And you wonder, like, is this the first time on major issues when it came to the team that Bill didn't get his way? Mm-hmm. And – you wonder if his reaction of not getting his way was, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. And so he didn't buy into the oh, ultimate decision. Fred, I love it. That's the petty, next level. I think <laughs> the pettiness. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Well, I, I want to. F- You're going to make me do I, all that to the offense? I, oh, yeah. I, Here's the first I wanna, three picks I wanna, all on defense. I want to stop short of using Smith that Houston. word. But, you know, there's a certain resignation maybe. Like, I know this isn't going to work. You know, so. I love your next level. I mean, I, like, there, I just but. feel like none of it worked. And I mean, going back to Matt Patricia and then wanted to run, I mean, nothing was working. And I mean, really, what had to have happened, I think, was, you know, a total house remake of the offense from, you know, not Bill's buddies, but like the things that, that we talk about. Like in 2020, we had to say, we don't have Brady anymore. We need to reestablish this offense and go in a different direction. And sorry, you know, Josh, but you know, I mean, that, that, that would have taken huge cojones to get rid of Josh while he was still here. But. I mean, in hindsight, that's probably the only thing that could have really made it made it any made any difference is redoing the offense because I mean, Troy Brown doesn't come out looking great in this thing. Adrian Clem sure doesn't, and these are all things that we've talked about. There's nothing that we're like, oh my god, this is groundbreaking. But you know, it's like Adrian Clem yelling at Matt Groh. It's like that's we so, were we've so, been yelling at Matt Groh on the show <laughs> like that. You know, yeah. why haven't you not dropped the tackle? I think that that was my my biggest takeaway about it was the assistant coaching staff and the fact that it's this like smorgasbord of like holdovers adrian clem one bill o'brien guy and will lying like it doesn't make any sense you know when you really think about it that way and i don't necessarily think it's like the offensive system but they're i hate the term brain drain but like the brain drain of ivan fears and dante scarnecchia and uh, all the guys that josh took to vegas with him like all the that was never replenished and instead of giving Bill O'Brien the power to hire his own guys and to build his own staff on that side of the ball, they kind of saddled him with some of these coaches that weren't very good. And on Adrian Clem, you know, now that it's like reported and out there, it it seemed to me like there there was a real issues that weren't just health related going on with Adrian yeah. Clem's yeah, performance. Yeah, it was super fishy. Yeah, and there was a lot of just tension. I think between him and Bill O'Brien and him in that room 
And the thing that they had in there about James Ferentz basically coaching is something that we have been aware of for a while now as well. So yeah. I can all that I, I think is is spot on, and and like that the fact that a player has to essentially coach, and I think David Andrews is kind of in that boat as well as sort of a guy that another guy that's player coaching no at doubt. this point, like because they are they don't have the right guys in place to run the offensive line is a major indictment on the head coach. I would just I would just say like I kind of have a little different view of it maybe um I feel like what Bill was trying to do was reestablish the Dante Scarnecki. He was trying to bring in Matt Patricia and let everybody grow together. You know, I think like that's how I kind of viewed it was that what he was trying to do was put pieces in place and let them stay here and let them gain experience and you know and that's why I think his refusal to you know let Bill O'Brien I mean that's the let Bill O'Brien hire a staff like let him determine who the offensive line coach is. You know, they, they, it seems like those moves were kind of made independently, and yeah, he was just kind of stuck I, I with I think them. it was, oh, you're not going to do what I want? Okay, well, we'll see how it works out. And so he didn't put the energy in to the offense that he normally would. Yeah. And, and you, but you did see the results on the defense. I have a couple of questions about it in, in terms of – so back to – you know, and I agree with Evan and Mike about the, the big takeaway to me is about the structure of the assistants and everything. And, you know – it was termed in there some they wouldn't allow bill o'brien to pick and choose his staff Mm -hmm. so is that a belichick you know i'm going back to the money yeah is that a belichick like edict like no you're gonna make do with these guys because that's part of the coaching budget thing that we've heard about like i think there's a lot of different vagaries that are not good none of them are good none of the the options none of the possibilities we're we're assuming bill just said no you can't do it but it could have been a budget thing. It could have been you can't because we just don't have the budget. And, but I'm wondering if that's Bill's budget. You know, like that, no, that, it, that it, whole it, report that Bill it could be sort the, of, right. you know, it, it the, the crafts give totally Belichick money for the staff and he doles it out as he deems fit, mm-hmm. you know, which if that's the case and that's why, like, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I, I kind of found, I, I vacillated back and forth to, wow, Clem was, has been a disaster to – Clem is a sympathetic figure in the story. Like, he's trying to coach in a different way. He's trying to sort of modernize the way he's coaching. And then he leaves the team, and they go back to, and like, you know, it's kind of like I, I was thinking of, like, Cam Newton. You know, when I when I was out for a week, they changed the whole <laughs> offense. Like, they yeah. go back, and they just start teaching it the, the, the old way. You know, like, right. that's not good either. Like, you're undermining your own coaches, even if you think he's doing it wrong. Yeah. Like, at this point, it's too late. It's right. the middle of the season. Right. You can't just change the way he's he's doing everything. So I, I kind of felt, on one hand, Clem doesn't come across very well in this story. And on the other hand, I was like, well, they didn't really seem like they gave him much of a chance. Right. And he's, I mean, I, I, mean I, was, I was sympathetic with him when it said he was yelling at Matt Grow of, of, you know, I, what, this is what you give me. Well, see, uh, I, I'm sympathetic for that. Obviously, on, on the surface, he's yeah, right. But yeah. is that the way to do it? Right, right. No, that's fair. I, I, I was a little disappointed, though. I didn't feel like there was much quality insight into Mac and and how they like you know they kind of offered both sides of it which is just what you know you, one one side said you can't turn the ball over another side said we don't believe him anymore yeah. so well whether it, or not you think Mac's going to was could have been good or will be you know it was a bad situation for any quarterback to be in yeah and I thought know? that was illustrated yeah. in the story yeah. yeah but it's just why you know I mean I think it goes back to that question of you know why did the offense get worse this year I mean this this certainly shed some light on it but at least from Mac's point of view bringing Bill O'Brien in, you, you would have thought that that would have helped him a little bit, you know, and it just it doesn't even seem like it broke any of the bad 
you know, vibes from last season. But I, I get back to Fred's point, his next level point. Like, is it part of the reason why it didn't work is because they didn't embrace it. Like, I think that part of the reason Matt Patricia didn't work last year is because Mac Jones didn't embrace it. This year, I'm wondering, did Bill really not want Bill Belichick, really not want to do it this way, and it's kind of doomed to fail? If you if you, yeah. if, the, if the guy that's most important in the operation isn't on board with it, like, how is it going to work? Yeah. And even, even, you know, Bill O'Brien, everybody probably had a little bit of to blame here, and or the other thing that I took out of this is, you know, whoever the source was says that usually you get to spend more time with your unit, with your position coach. And, yeah, I thought that was and, odd and, too, Fred. And O'Brien had more offensive, you know, all offense meetings, and you didn't have all that time with your position coach. And I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. You know, that does change things. Because I know? think that that's O'Brien's way of saying I'm not, I can't, I don't trust those guys exactly. to do it the right way, so I have to do it all myself. Exactly, Mike. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, would it be fair then, well, Fred, to call your, your uh, I figure what Paul said, next level or whatever it was, uh, you know, macro look, is, I mean, is that self-sabotage? And, and I mean, when, when, what did he think the result was going to be? Because, I mean, yeah, we're it was, staring down it was um, week, apathy. Like, I'll talk I think. about that off here. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think there was a certain apathy by Bill toward the offense. And it starts with Bill O'Brien all the way to Jones and and beyond. But yeah. you could say that last year too. By I mean, I feel like when he put Patricia in place and it, we started to see it all kind of failing. We were like, what is his deal? Is is it a stubbornness or is it that like he is so unwilling to bring anyone new in that's not in his inner not, circle well, that he doesn't trust? I think that's yeah. why he did it. But I do think he honestly thought it could work. I agreed. I thought it could work, too. I'm not going to be a fraud. I think that, too, and I and, think and, to, to take it a step further, I think, I think he, he still could have. I think he thinks it was it was working. Yeah. It was getting better, and it was going to be fine. Yeah, I think. As Much Cal like after they lost by 30 points, he's asking if it was a one-game, you know, one-off. As Callahan said in the story, and Paul said it last year, others, too, uh, if it was up to Bill, he would have stuck with them. I wonder, Patricia yeah. I wonder how yeah. it would have played out if the Callahan story from last year didn't necessarily come out and expose the Joe Judge stuff and the issues they had on the offense. And that's it, it kind of point. put the fire to Kraft's feet yeah. in a way. Yep. Like, did he feel the pressure externally so much that he finally had to step in and be like, we have to do something yeah. just for that's optics? A, that's a really yeah. good point. Send a letter it's, to the fans. Because Robert's not in the weeds. Like, he's not yeah. doing what we're doing every day and right. dissecting every play of every game. You know, so that story comes out, and it really illustrates to him, you know, just how dysfunctional it was. Yeah, and it's not to say that Kraft read the story and said, no, 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 no. If those things really happened. But the happened, headlines were right, every yeah. single day. Right. If those things right. really happened, Kraft knows about it. He and knew now about it, it before the story came so, out. So the story, yeah, but what I'm saying is now he's, this story comes out, it obviously, you know, going back to last year, it obviously got a lot of play. And now Robert's like, what's going on? What is all this stuff? What yeah, does this yeah. mean? What happened? Mm -hmm. And yeah. he's, he's getting the answers from, you know, Probably the guys that are involved. Yeah, I was surprised Joe Judge kind of dodged any uh, any bad stuff too in that. I was kind of waiting for that to come. I'm like, where's the you know the Joe Judge? Yeah, the this one didn't have as much. Paragraph. This one didn't have as much meat to it as yeah. the one last year. But I thought they were both really good. Yeah. I, I thought he. I mean, again, I know that there's a lot of people that are traditional and they don't enjoy a anything negative. But no. more more importantly, when it's negative and it's tied to an anonymous source, it tends to get ignored. Yeah. Well, you know, the guy didn't have enough guts to put his name to it like i don't look at it that way yeah i take i take oh. the stuff you know is every single thing in that like fact verbatim maybe maybe not but 
what you have to to go through, and this is the reason why I like to have the name to it, because now you can attach the name and say, oh, well, that's the way Alex looked at it. Alex, you know, she wanted it to be this way, so angle? obviously her right. angle is to accentuate yeah. this. The, yeah. the that's thing, the only thing the, missing is you don't know. The one thing I where thought was interesting from. is, you know, there's a lot of stories that have unnamed sources, but usually the writer doesn't write. They all talked on the. You know, agreement of anonymity, For fear, fear, of, of, fear retribution. of retribution. Yeah, right. It's like, do they need to enter the witness protection <laughs> yeah. program? What right. are we like, doing? That was kind of weird. Yeah. Like, why he felt he had to write that. Yeah. I thought that was weird. Because obviously, too. You, you're unnamed source because you don't want people to know yeah. you say it. Because, but he felt he had to. I add thought that, that was weird too. Yeah. And, and I'm going to take it a step further and just like back to the the entirety of the 2023 season. The, st- the only storyline is that an indication that whoever's talking isn't sure what. Bill's yeah. going to be? Right. Yeah. Like right. What his status is going right. to be? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. No, yeah. I th- or, that's or do you just look at Bill too. as one of those guys? I don't I don't really care if he's here or not. I don't want to burn that bridge. Well, and also Bill has tentacles throughout the league. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Like yeah. whether he's here or not, yeah. if I'm, say, yeah. Troy Brown, I don't want to say anything and get yeah. him on my bad side. No, yeah. Trent Brown, too, were a tough one for him. With uh, Well, he's yeah. the only one that yeah. evidently didn't care. Yeah, right, right. No, and – I don't know. It's that might be my best we, call ever. We joked. I joked with Paul coming in. So, you know, all this. I think we're both getting a little bit like they haven't quit. They haven't quit. And I'm like, Trump Brown's kind of quit. <laughs> like, you know, Juju kind of quit. I, the self-proclaimed best player on offense. Eh, he kind of he's kind of quit. Self-proclaimed best player on offense. <laughs> yeah, just him. Just so him. so that story's out there. Um, and again, that's Boston Herald. Uh, Andrew Callahan, Doug Kide. Yep. Um, just yep. a lot a lot of anonymous quotes, but just kind of a. A look at the offensive dis- uh, dysfunction. And, you know, uh, as we go the into season. the last game of the season, I won't be surprised if other stories leak out, especially Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. You know, prior to the game. I mean, it started before Christmas with the Gerard story, yeah. which to me clearly seems like it was a lot of assistant offensive coaches who are really squirmy right now. Yep. And yeah. Gerard addressed that stuff yesterday. So the timing of this one's kind of he, he funny seemed, today. Gerard seemed a little shook. And then I, and I'm not a big Instagram guy, but I happen to be on Instagram. And he posted like this, like reel of someone like, a real leader tells you the things that you need to do to give it. You know, it was like this. I'm like, whoa, boy, this is very like easy Cryptic, to draw. Yeah. So it's very easy to draw. <laughs> Should the we talk about that a little bit too? Like, I thought that was a little different. Gerard's that, answer. Gerard's answers. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought it was a little rambling. Um, I think you know what he said made sense, but I like that he took some accountability for it. Yeah, I say that. like yeah. it, like it he hurt. seemed like he really yeah. reflected upon it yeah. And, yeah. and took it to I don't want to say um, heart, but, but I would rather have my leaders not necessarily. Yeah, respond but when, to when you that. start addressing <laughs> anonymous stuff, then you go down a rabbit hole, right? You know. Well, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I just. I'm, like I, is there is there something in between? We're on to the Jets and <laughs> that two minute diatribe. Right. Yeah, right. No, that's that's probably like that's the what ideal response. I just I don't know between, and I just feel like this article kind of just reframed things from a different, a little bit of a different perspective. It looks like the same story that we've all kind of considered and talked about, but. I stand here right now completely unsure of Nude. anything, yeah. <laughs> anything like where's Gerard going to end up? Where's what's going to happen with Bill? I just I don't I have no clue right now if 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 somebody will be back, if nobody will be back. I feel like it runs the gamut right now. And I me. feel like a lot of defensive well, players back, are super loyal to Gerard. I mean, there yeah. was a story that came out. I forget who wrote it today, but I read in the clips. Um, one of the players saying he won't be back if Gerard's not back here next year. He wants it to work out, but 
Gerard's his guy. So it it just speaks to the the offense versus defense rift we've kind of felt all year. But now it's it was it even defense versus offense, or was it just like the offense well, so that's individually a, so alone that's a on an yeah, it island? Is a problem. We talked about before the season. What would it take for Bill Belichick to not be to not continue here? And and I use I those s- words carefully because yeah, you know, I say it in you know and a lot of the said, things that have happened. We said what it'll we said. be less the record, and it'll be more what's going on in the locker room. Is he losing? Is the message not being? Is there heard? a division? Is, is there a no. division? Is there squabbling? Is there? And this is what this story is about. Yeah, squabbles. Yeah. No, I I wanted more out of Juju too. I was looking for like some kind of nugget on yeah. Juju. Like they, he started to walk into the like, mm-hmm. and it didn't work out immediately. Like yeah, it's kind of like the way I feel about like comparing the the two stories from last yeah. year to this year i think there was more like he he introduced a lot of topics and didn't have i mean i'm sure he didn't get it he didn't i mean i'm sure he didn't leave it out he didn't get the level of detail from the sources that i thought he did last year like like clem yelling at mac Grove. right 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 it kind of stated as a fact and I just think there's a super story there about the decision to let Jacoby go and mm-hmm. and to swap him for Juju yeah. and why and we, right. did they what was their ill will you towards Jacoby? You had a Jacoby? homegrown wide receiver and the money was the same. It's because he sided with the quarterback yeah. last year. I mean, and that's what we've you know that's what we've kind of speculated or talked about. But I I I was thinking we were going to get some kind of insight into that. And this and, is why when you know and listen doesn't mean I'm right might turn out that I'm a thousand percent wrong, but people just keep on saying, well, I know he could still coach. I know he could still coach. That's coaching. When you can't recognize what's best for the team yeah. might not necessarily be best for you at that particular moment. And it's, you know, everybody just says it's all X's and O's. Well, yeah, I know there's nobody that's better at X's and O's than Bill, but this is part of coaching. It's not just personnel. Yeah. It's, I think if you ask Bill Belichick who he thought was a better player for his team, before they made that move, he would have said Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Yeah. But yet he's not here for other reasons. Yep. And I, I don't think that's a, a singular example of that. I think yeah. there are other examples like that that I think have become more prevalent the last couple of years. Yeah, I should point out, too, like at the end of the article, they do give Bill like a little credit just in terms of, I mean, one of the sources yeah. saying – you know, every week he he's standing is. up there telling us what we have to do. That was the best quote. Yeah. We, you know, and what, we can't do what, it. And what, 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 what we effing need to do, and we just effing don't no, do it. And I, I would love yeah. to know who said that because, you know, I've heard that before. He tells you what we're gonna, what's gonna yes, happen. That's a very common. I, I would, I would love to know what were those things that he said were going to happen that happened yeah well i mean don't turn the ball over. well i know <laughs> i think it's about no, how mean, they're going to play you right, in a certain yeah. situation right, right. And, well, it's, and it's, how we're going to play them because they're going to give us this look and yeah. then they just go out well, and don't I mean, do just, it i think just, it was peppers in the locker yeah. room that went on that just uh you know go to that 09 doc where they lost to the jets and they they intercut it of him being like we can't let what was, what was that tight end's name dustin keller dustin what, I, I forget the t- you know, we can't let the tight end at the seam and they cut it with like tight end up the seam you know Who just it was, knew it was yeah. like it, it's it was like the the oh nine to eleven <laughs> that was just that's your sweet spot yeah. like dustin keller i haven't thought was of that, that name. was that a name yeah. Yeah. yes that was that a is name. his name okay. tight end out of purdue purdue oh. uh wow we found my we found the like the collection of seven games <laughs> <Dustin> <laughs> keller. I, I, that's, like, that's they're all awesome. jets losses names i I'm haven't thought not, of in i'm like still not sure years. that's right <laughs> all right <laughs> still doesn't sound right to uh me. We got to hurry yeah, today. We find out he played like ten years earlier. <laughs> There's no buys this week. <laughs> no buys yeah. in uh, nobody playing. Yeah, 
So um, let's get to the listeners. Uh, 855-PATH-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. We'll start with Micah in Delaware. What's up, Micah? Hey, guys. Uh, I've been listening to you guys since 2015. Well, I listen to every show. I don't call in very often, but this show, potentially being the last one where Bill Belichick is the head coach, I felt like I needed to get on the record and just say – with all the success we've had over the past, whatever, 23 years, maybe less than the past three years, you know, I'd be happy to watch Bill coach as long as he wants. I don't care about the record. You know, we can have a season like this every season. I, 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 he could lean into it, roll out on his rascal scooter, and, and create a Navy offense. Let's do power I right, you know, every play for the whole game. Um, and the only thing I kind of hold against him at this point is that he didn't extend Tom Brady that same courtesy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, thanks so, for the call, Micah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I just I think, I can't do that. Yeah, I think Tom wanted to leave, too. It's not like Bill said, you can't come back. No, you just can't leave. Yeah, but uh, I think – yeah, I think yeah. Tom wanted to leave, but I think he wanted to leave because Bill yeah. didn't want him back. Sure. I mean, I, I appreciate the sentiment. It's just it's hard. It would be hard for us to sit here and, and take that point of view. And I, I just you know. can't. I, I can't say, like, I, I can watch this season every year, and I'd be perfectly happy with that. Well, the question is. Just to have him continue I think, to I think coaching. to Micah's point, if Tom Brady was just not playing well, would you be happy that and, – and I got a I got an email from somebody along those same lines. They were comparing it to – uh, and I, you know, I'm not going to hold up the show looking for the email, but they compared it to Red sticking with the big three too long. Yeah, I think that was the right move. Yeah, and he said that's what this team should have done with Brady. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think that anybody would have been clamoring to stick with Brady if he was playing like this. Like what? if Brady was playing like Mac Jones did this year, I don't think people would have said make me sad. They, they can't get rid of him. They can't allow. And obviously Brady would have retired. It would have been a little bit of a different story. But yeah. I mean, that that's the difference is, yes, Brady had shown signs of slowing down, but he still went 12-4. and four, Yeah, right? and, and here's the email. It's Max in Santa Barbara. You know where Santa uh, Barbara I got is? married just south of Santa Barbara. Okay. Do you know Max? Yeah. Uh, probably not. Uh, he says, I don't understand, especially Fred and Paul, how you could want Bill out. Who's going to be a better replacement? I guess whoever comes in will be done in two years, and all the media will roast Kraft for firing Bill. I know it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-today world, but seriously, Bill should stay until he decides to retire. The youngsters there probably would have ran or out of town. Red was loyal to the real and original Big Three until the end. Kraft should look at that example. I don't see anyone that can come into this market and withstand the media beating they will get. Bill has hit on plenty of good offensive players in his years, or have we forgotten? And any quarterback from the University of Spoiled Children should be avoided. <laughs> Thanks for this show through my two decades of listening. I, I mean, I think for me, if he could coach the team in a bubble, I think every like you'd have a sizable amount of Patriots Nation being on board of him being the coach. We've gotten plenty of calls about just get a GM. But I think this article illustrates how much that goes into what he does. It's not just coaching. It's team building. And it's a toxic environment right now and most you know nearly every team in professional sports with this kind of stuff going on it's the end like this is this is it this is where they choose to turn it over i get it like if he could coach in a bubble and not have to worry about personnel and managing personalities and hiring a staff 
and you know constructing an offense and all those different things that have caught up to him. The mistakes they've compounded, and now he's stuck with a team See, with no Pro Bowlers, which I hate saying because I don't really care about the Pro Bowl, but I do think that that yeah, says no, something no about the talent sniff. level of the team. You know, if and it's a big if, if Callahan and Kide are accurate, uh, especially when it comes to the part about Bill O'Brien and building his staff, if that's accurate. It really makes it tough to bring Bill back because if you do, if Kraft says, okay, we're bringing you back, that means you have you also have to tell Bill Belichick you, you can tell O'Brien what to do. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be you can come back, but you have to let Bill O'Brien do whatever he wants. That's that. Right. Well, and it's, you know, it's and it's not and it's not just offense versus defense. It's it's the front office versus the coaching staff. I mean, and they're throwing barbs back and forth at each other. So. Pretty much every single way that you can have yeah. dysfunction, if you, if it's happening. If you bring Bill back, in other words, you're endorsing Bill Belichick, meaning he he, you know, he's back to ruling with an iron fist and whatever he says goes. And so all these people that are disgruntled now, it's worse for them. So either now Bill Belichick has to clean house and start over in those areas, or get them on in on board and how does he do that yeah or or let bill o'brien hire an entirely new offensive well, staff well that's what i mean but then that's him saying that i was wrong to not let yeah, him do it right this year and and i don't think that there's anybody who believes that robert Kraft cajoling him into doing something is going to work out favorably right, for anybody right so <laughs> you know? again it's a big if if the information in the story is accurate but that's what we're going on right here you know yeah i'm just going on the performance and I just looked it up the the last year of the big three now clearly that their championship days were behind them um, but the Celtics went 51 and 31 the last year the big three was together yeah, but that wasn't the question back then, no, no, no no but people wanted them to they they thought they should make ch trades right because they need to rebuild this team right they let the big three go to the end that's right. the point of this guy yep so they were 51 and 31. They won the division. They won the first round of the playoffs. They lost in seven in the conference semifinals, which for Celtics purposes is not great. But so it, it is kind of apples to apples with the Patriots. I don't think anybody would be looking to get rid of Bill Belichick if the Patriots were losing in the division round in overtime. No, yeah. that's true. No. But, the Patriots but, are like 12 games under 500 over the last four years. Yeah. Yeah, but the problem with the Celtics back then, it was – People were thinking, obviously, about the future, and it took them a long time to get back after the no, big no, no. three. But my point is, this guy is saying they let Red did the right thing by letting the big three. I and I agree, but the big three was still playing at a good level, not right. a championship I, level, I, but a good level. I, this is not good. I know, but Red had always preached, like Bill does, a year too early rather than a year too late. And it wasn't a year too too late. No, but it was in point. terms of getting value back to build for the future. But they couldn't get value back, just like they couldn't get value back well, for Tom Brady. Well, that wasn't the narrative back then. No, the But you're not going to get anything for 30-something-year-old guys that are playing out the string. I'm just telling you what people were saying. I know, then. and this is why I think Red was right. Okay. I'm trying to tell you why think the emailer is right for saying they the Celtics let the big three play it out yeah because it wasn't going to turn the, it wasn't like the second time around when you had the second iteration of the big three and Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett still had something to offer and you got a good trade with Brooklyn okay that was way different like yeah. Bird was clearly like oh yeah done he, yeah yeah which is why he retired yeah thank you Paul Pierce yeah. got us Jason Tatum and Jalen and, so, and, and that's the difference like 
if there was value there, then you could have an argument. But there really was none. All right. Hi. Evan has returned from practice. Evan has returned from practice. Yeah, Evan has returned from practice. What was the mood? Who wasn't there? What did he see? All right, Evan. The penultimate. Evan is back. Oh. Oh, this is the last one, actually. Last one. Yeah, right. Not even penultimate. I was thinking wow. tomorrow I'm going to go to practice good. too, but no Penultimate show. was pretty good, though. Uh, that's a word I like. It's a good word. <laughs> penultimate. So this is the last time, huh? Yeah. going to cherish it. Just yeah. give me maybe a Maybe we'll do a remix, or maybe we'll just revoke that song and give me a song again, but that's fine. It's okay, dude. So you don't have to cry about Poor it. Poor Mike. Uh, Trent Brown was the only absence from Patriots <laughs> practice today. Miles Bryant returned Didn't after missing oh. a practice yesterday due to illness. Uh, Trent Brown... Listed with an illness, uh, but hasn't been at practice. Has been Instagram living himself from a Planet Fitness somewhere or something like that. <laughs> no, uh, so yes. um, I'm yes. just gonna. Or maybe it's not L- going to Planet. No, no, no. This is like LA, lifetime. LA Fitness. LA, LA Fitness. Okay. I think. Yeah, there's oh. one down it wasn't the street. A curse. Yeah, with the here. Let me. Let me I got the picture. It's the one time. I go to. It's on the street. Is a Lifetime. Lifetime. <laughs> okay. Fitness. So there it is. There it is. What, <laughs> what, what is he doing? Like, let me see. So what? Like, all right. Like, let's oh just like, God. like, let's play along. So they don't want him here because he's sick, but he's just gonna he's go to Planet. Sick. I know. No, I'm saying let's just play along. But he's gonna go to Planet Fitness to get everybody sick. Yeah. So uh, Trent Brown, uh, not not a Patriots practice, uh, stretching only. So n- didn't really see much. Not that there is anything to see at this point. But that's that's what we got. Uh, okay. And outdoors. Outdoors. Pads. No pads. Oh, no pads. No pads. Imagine. So th- there won't be a padded pa- practice this week. No. No, no more pads. I think we're done. Yeah, we're that. done with padded practice. No more hitting. Yeah. And lower field. <laughs> lower field. Those going to have yeah. their pads tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Seven on, nine on seven. Let's go. Um, any any <laughs> change girls. in the mood? Are the players? Yeah. No. Okay. Was there any scuttlebutt about uh, Callahan? Was he? Yeah, was that, him and Doug well, walking that's, around. That's, like, that's my right. next question. Read my article. You know, we, we've got <laughs> that was my this, question. This big Walk story chest that out. <laughs> yeah. oh, w- wow. w- was there any peacock feathers to be seen? <laughs> uh, I did uh, talk to Doug briefly. Uh, Callahan was not there. I think they probably switch off or something like that. Probably Who, doing the media yeah. rounds. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Right. So. <laughs> Is that uh, a peacock. There was also, I guess, a, another report from Josina Anderson that there's. NFC South teams, plural, that have been doing their due diligence on Bill Belichick. Oh, as Atlanta and trying Carolina. to figure out if he, if he's a good coach or not. Like, yeah. What, what due diligence? Do they <laughs> yeah, need I'm to just well, telling is, you. Is he avail- Is he really going to be available? And uh, is he interested okay. in coming to us? But don't spoil the fun. But that's the due diligence. All right. I'm just telling you, <laughs> and I, I, I want to pull up the tweet. This and diligence was and uh, I know this isn't practice related, oh. but obviously that this is uh, what we were talking about at practice. Um, I be- so someone said that she also reported somewhere in here that the feeling recently is that it's mutual between the Patriots and Bill Belichick hmm. that yeah, how do you he like that? would like to move on. Oh, I don't yeah. know if that who, was this report or something up? else, but I wonder. divorce you. But yeah. yeah, there's definitely some teams starting to get their ducks in a row for maybe to maybe potentially make a run at Bill. If he is available. Yeah, and potentially you could throw New Orleans in there too. But Atlanta and Ca- Carolina, obvious. Uh, yeah. um, but Atlanta is definitely a candidate to get rid of Arthur Smith. So yeah. like And New Orleans. You know, so so how long before that relationship <laughs> in Carolina does, Did he now? does David Tepper throw a drink? Oh, Alex, Alex Alex I know what he's talking about. Find $300,000 for that <laughs> one. Um, yeah, it's, uh, 
Would you rather see if, if Bill was not here next year, would you rather see him not coaching or would you rather see him in the league still? I'd rather see him not coaching. Me too. Um, enjoying life. Come back for the Tom Brady Day on June twelfth. Go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, all of that. Maybe maybe you should just go to Tampa. I mean, it's like where Patriots legends, you know, uh, go to go to retire. <laughs> like, yeah, except for perfect. If, if they win, they're yeah. not going to make a change. I know. More than likely. I know. I just wanted it that way, though. I I would like to see him not coach. Uh, I mean, I think in a perfect world, all of Fred's things happen too. I'm not. I'm less concerned with that. Um, but I don't want to see him coach. But I can't. I can't deny. It, and this is probably goes back to my same attitude I had with Brady that everyone hated me for. It's like. I can't help but be a little bit interested to see what he would do if oh, he came into an organization and, you know, uh, well, just top if, to bottom. If what he goes happens? to another team, we'll be covering it on this show. We'll yeah. be talking about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's but the thing, too. Like you said, I'd like to see the, him might enjoy be the biggest life. Reason why I don't would want he enjoy happen. life not coaching? <laughs> right. I don't know. No. So, Josina also reported, not that this is breaking news, but that uh, she's hearing that he's still very much motivated to pass Don Shula and get the wins record. So, um, Retirement, I don't think is is according to her at least is definitely not on either. the on the board. Yeah, I th- I don't think he's retiring. Me either. Okay. Now I don't know if he's going to have a job right away. I don't know what the all the interest stuff. I'll trust her. But the only reason why I don't think he's I, retiring. I brought up the retirement because we we were talking about this before practice. And what if his options on the table are all complete rebuilds? Right, like it, it, it's Carolina. Washington, I don't know if the, I would count the Chargers as a cre- complete rebuild because they have the quarterback, but like projects that are going to take two, three I mean, years. He'll have to find Atlanta quarterback, right? And he's seventy-two years old, like, and he's just looking at it from that standpoint of a: how quickly can I really pass Shula with one of these teams? And B: I'm going to be seventy-six years old before this team is ready to contend. Atlanta is a team that I think he probably feels like he could win with right away yeah they do not have the answer at quarterback they have a pretty good roster yeah yeah now i know that's you know yeah but oh oh not, nothing like you know burying the lead but he probably feels right i can yeah. get next year's version as i said yesterday of baker mayfield yeah and they can win it's just an interesting kind of uh, a b study you know of just like like for this how does he go about replacing the quarterback on another team does it does it correspond to what we kind of believed of him just needing a guy who doesn't make turnovers. Like, you know, is that what he pursues again? Or is it, or maybe he learns from some of the mistakes that have happened over the last couple of years and he takes a different route. Yeah. You know, those things are interesting. It's going to be fascinating uh, 48 hours after the game. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's why we should all just sleep here because of the snow. What's the uh, mm-hmm. the top golf situation? Uh-huh. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday night, mm-hmm. five. Oof. You going to play top golf? We're going to go thing. with Hardy. Oh, we got yeah. a thing. Hey, thanks for inviting me. Well, it's actually for Mike's brother-in-law. It's for my brother-in-law who oh, okay. uh, yeah. wanted nothing more in oh, life. Oh, look at that. Pisha, he's out now. He wanted nothing more in life. They got him a cameo. Life. Yeah, they want, he wanted nothing more than a cameo from Hardy for our <laughs> se- family secret Santa. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see the video, but he told me the story. Oh, I, I have a video of my brother-in-law opening. So Hardy was like, well, why don't we just go to Topgolf? My, my brother-in-law golfs. Uh, and so I had the video, of course, of Hardy. But then I took a video of my brother-in-law opening it. And, like, you've never seen anyone more excited. And, like, when he heard, oh, Perillo's going to be there, too? Oh, let's go. I mean, he's from Southie. Like, he's total boss. Guy. Yeah, he was so excited. They love you, so, Paul. Yeah, they so, love you. Oh, no, not like Hardy. You should have seen it. It was like Brady gave him the cameo when he found out. Hardy, that's Hardy. It's, it's like, like a 13-year-old opening, oh, yes. like, Taylor Swift tickets under the tree. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Cameos, you know. That'd be fun. You, you should, should do, do cameos. It, Evan. I think Evan could actually Evan, break make play some money for my cousin. cameo. But, uh, I think he maybe could. Maybe if I put this on the airway, somebody will help me. Uh, 
Jess is a, a huge Bruins fan, as all of you probably have known. You want to get Bergeron you. into a fan? I know. She, I know she's a, a huge, huge uh, Tuka Rask fan. Oh. oh. And should oh. Be, you should be able and to get like, that. I, I've been wanting Fred's to, pretty uh, on her birthday, to get a, a cameo from Tuka for like four years since we started dating, being like, happy birthday. Can you just sign up and do it? Like, is it, is it I don't there, know if he or? does it. I don't know if he does I it. I feel like he wouldn't be a guy Keep on that in mind for Sunday. We'll talk to Hardy about it. Because I know Fred Fred Toucher is pretty pretty close with Tuca. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our magic. Big, big Tuca fan. Hope Jess isn't listening. You might spoil it. Uh, probably not. That's why I said it. <laughs> okay. Uh, John's in South Beach. Hey, John. Oh, We're jealous. I wish I was John. John? Howdy, everyone. Um, this is Johnny South so, Beach. Uh, this, is, this is, in fact, Johnny South Beach. Howdy, Paul. I was going to call in on uh, for the Christmas game, but I literally fell asleep with the phone in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did I. Only I was on air. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I wasn't going to call in on this topic, but I'll show this really quick. Uh, Top Golf with PP, the Deuce, and somebody else, and Hardy. Definitely an auction item at a future uh, Patriots oh. Foundation. Oh, oh. There you go. Oh. Patriots oh. premiere. Well, we could even invite Alexa Pano, who's the LPGA <laughs> golfer that we sponsor. Yeah, now I'm, oh, I'm less interested now. Right, now. Right. Go ahead, <laughs> Get Mike. Get smoked by a 19-year-old. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, that's cute. You, you hit it to the Hardy's person. like he makes you look bad enough because Hardy's pretty good. Yeah. So he makes you look bad enough. A professional? <laughs> yeah. Uh, be interesting watching. I wouldn't feel like Grady. I'd split my pants. <laughs> good, good auction item. Um, I, so I, I, I would estimate the Patriots need two tackles, a quarterback, at least one edge rusher and some uh, cornerback depth and at least one wide receiver. So what I'm about to bring up is kind of not, super relevant in that context, but I'll bring it up anyway. I would personally be okay with keeping Hunter Henry and Farrell Brown in drafting a tight end. What do you guys think about that circumstance? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd be okay with it. I would be too. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that there's not a lot out there. One or both as like a bridge to whoever they draft because yeah. uh tight end through the draft Thanks, hardly ever produces as a rookie. Like yeah. that that's a really difficult position to come in and produce as a rookie. Uh, you know, the Matt Laportas are kind of those guys are outliers typically. Sam, yeah, I mean, I Sam. Sam, why did I say Matt? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Farrell Brown is and I was like, proven that was to be a fan of that guy. Yeah, the, uh, uh, a the great Green third Bay tight end has been pretty good, you too. know. Yeah, Farrell Brown, he's proven yeah. to be a good backup tight end. Yeah, what did yeah. you say about Green Bay? I, I really like what they did last year. Musgrave or uh, they well, took he's Musgrave got hurt. and Kraft, but, but they Kraft, took both those guys. He had a really good. I mean, maybe I'm just judging off the other yeah. night. You know, you yeah. see a game. They've been sporadic. I know you guys probably didn't. Well, Evan did, but you guys probably didn't watch the game because <laughs> evidently you don't. Well, Paul, I saw we did see him in person this summer. That was, I mean, that just going off of that was. Um, they, I mean, Tucker they're both Kraft. been sporadic, but they're they're good players. I mean, you'd love to have yeah. that. I thought they were going to do it last year. The Patriots. They should have got was so that one I really thought like if they're going to take a tight end in this draft it's going to be Tucker Craft. Uh he was recruited by Alabama when Bill O'Brien was at Alabama on an NIL deal to go from South Dakota State, right South Dakota State and to uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Alabama and passed it down da- turned it down, but there was clearly already admiration from Bill O'Brien's side for the type of player that he was. And now, after reading Callahan's story, we know Bill O'Brien had no say in anything. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> so that that kind of that one, I uh, thought for sure that if they were going to take one of the tight ends, which to Deuce's point, they should have done this last year. Yeah. And you know that that was a really really deep tight end class. It was a really um, good one on day two and early day three as well. 
and they they passed on the entire I class. I mean, Green Bay took Jaden Reed too, who was a guy I loved. I mean, he's doing really well. Um, I think I saw too the Ravens. Oh, gosh, I wish I had the tweet, but it was something like I think they drafted six Pro Bowlers. They drafted six, and that like. To me, it was just there. It is like that's you know and that's, that's why, how you stay relevant. Like you know, we we've been fixated on the coach situation and not really talked about the GM stuff as much. Um, and I know there's been a lot of talk about Adam Peters, and I I'm totally get it and understand why. That's where I think they need to go is go to a Baltimore, go to a Philly, go to a San Francisco, go to one of the teams that you feel like has done a really good job of building a roster. Yeah. with homegrown players. And is that the guy, and I can't think of his name now, it's Joe Herzig or something like that from Baltimore. He's like an assistant GM. Yeah. yeah. So, and a lot of people have said that he's going to be a, you know, a hot commodity in this hiring cycle. <laughs> I would find one of these guys that has a, a track record of being able to build through the draft. Yeah, yeah the guy 100%. in Kansas City. Or comes from yeah, a well, place that does it well. My, so. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. My guy, Burgonzi, yeah. From, yeah. from Kansas City, well, I love. he's from Everett. But, yeah, well, that, I'm a little uh, I'm a little biased. <laughs> but by I'm it. just saying, like, if he want, but I also might want to come home. I also know the family a little bit, so oh. it's not exactly like I'm unbiased. Oh, <laughs> oh we got some, inside. some inside information. Hey, I told you I went to high school with his uncle. Okay, well, people know that. Paul. I've said it on the air. Does he want to come here? Ryan's in Colorado. What's up, Ryan? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, uh, I was just calling real quick to see about um, what you thought on the Patriots trying to trade Bill Belichick while the Rooney rules in place. Doesn't that seem like kind of impossible nowadays to do that? I'll take it off here. Oh. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Okay. It, I don't think it is. I think it's uh, a little bit different. I think. Um, yeah. I, and I, I'd have to go back and look at the details of what Denver just did. You know, did they have to, mm-hmm. you know, interview people before they made that move? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess all these things are yeah, in play. Yeah. Um, Patty's in Agawam. What's up, Patty? What's up, guys? Hey, uh, Patty. That last caller just kind of stole my question, but oh. um, I guess. They're uh, not trading Bill, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Oh, oh. So Fred, I Fred with the, confident. the news, breaking news. I know that uh, Belichick said that he wanted to leave this team at a good spot. And with, with all these said. reports coming out, I mean, uh, where where do you think this team stands if, if he's gone? I know I know we're going to have to, like, comb through all the all the potential coaches and, and move on from Bill. But, uh, I mean, well, to me it seems like he's kind of leaving this. Well, plays in, in exile, you know. Let's let's look at you know a long time ago, and it's it's a good topic, Patty. Let's look at the last time the Patriots changed coach, Pete Carroll to Bill Belichick. Are the Patriots in a better spot now, two thousand four, than they were two thousand when Bill took over? Twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. I think they're in a much worse spot because that. Team, I agree. That they team had. had so. Well, that yeah. team also had. I mean, a my, lot, my a lot more. Law, a lot right? more than like, that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was like eight, but yeah. I'm trying to. Brewski, McGinnis, yeah. Law, Johnson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Teddy, Malloy, Teddy J made this Kevin exact point on the radio. Because yeah. that days was ago. like the whole thing, right? Was that a lot of the players in the O one team were actually Parcells. Yeah, players. Had right? They, 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 they were, did a Super Bowl. That yeah. defense was great that year. We all remember it. That defense was largely drafted by Parcells. Right. Yeah. So they don't. Have, I Vinatieri. Mean, I will say though, like you know, writing something for for tomorrow yeah. on this. It's true. Like, their def- the Patriots' defense now has a lo- uh, is a lot has a lot of pieces. Like it, it, they do, and they 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 still play 
really good defense and and not I would say like modern defense. Like I, I think that that's one thing that they have innovated and they have to evolve you know deuce and i've been looking at the next gen the dime package for all season long you know they they're they play a lot of lighter personnel a lot more now than they might have yeah. done five years ago when they had hightower and you know bentley and collins and all those guys playing a ton of snaps they they've gotten lighter they've gotten faster uh they they are up on the schemes and x's and o's part of it too so it's not that defense but I think that's the defensive side of the ball now. I don't think is broken by any means. Like I think that they nope. have they're building towards something on that side. I yeah, think, I mean, yeah. and you know, offense wasn't great in two thousand, but they did have Bledsoe, they had Troy Brown, they had Kevin Falk. You know, they had a decent line. You know, I mean, and if you really want to take it out, they had Terry Glenn still too. Yeah. That was before in two in two thousand two thousand one was <laughs> yeah. the year right he, he went AWOL. Right, that's so, right. They had more talent. Now, they they also had a tough cap situation in an era, before people make fun of me, yep. in an era where the cap mattered. Yep. It was much different then. Um, they, and they had some cap issues with, like, remember Rucci and Lane? Yeah. Uh, Ted Johnson was pretty high paid, highly paid. So, yeah, financially there, there were some constraints, and I think that's what Bill immediately did was he sort of stripped the roster down uh, a little bit. But they had they – had, much more talent. Bruce Armstrong was on that team. Yeah. I think Ben Coates was on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they were. He might have let go of Ben Coates. That might have been the year he let Ben yeah. Coates go. So I would say that they were in a better spot in 2000 than they are, they will be in 2024. Yeah. He went yeah. to Baltimore and won the. Super yeah. It might have been. Yeah. So scratch Ben Coates. Yeah. But I know Bruce came back for one more year. Now, they weren't real happy with him that year. I do remember talking to people. He's fat. Peoples. Oh, too fat. That they didn't felt fat. like they didn't feel like he was um they, they brought him back as sort of one of those guys. You know, like we we need a veteran mm -hmm. presence and he didn't really fill that role very well, I guess. Ben Coates is one uh, patriot from the past that I wish that I like had more oh. of a memory of watching him. You can watch you know? the highlights on YouTube. Like, I, like obviously, I don't. John Hanna, like those guys, like are way past. He was Gronk before Gronk. I mean, he ben was Coates was very good. Like yeah. I remember him like vi like vaguely, but it's not enough to like tell you what he was great at or yeah. anything. Oh, he like was, that. and he was the security blanket for Bledsoe. But he made big plays he too, did. like run after catch. Yeah. You know, his probably slowed down a little bit, and they started calling him for OPIs. Uh, then he went over to the Ravens for yeah. a little bit. Didn't do much there. No. Um, just real quick, we saw Lawrence Guy, Matthew Slater, and David Andrews at the podium today, and I couldn't help but be like, is, is this it for these three guys? Like, I, yeah. I, I mean. Matthew Slater was on the radio the other day and basically said it without saying yeah. it. Yeah. You know, he was saying um, – yeah, but, but I can't remember the exact quote. I'll get it in a second. But it was it was. You might as well have just said I'm retiring after yeah. this game. All right, we'll let Paul eat. Uh, we'll be <laughs> back right after. For this. once, he's right. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code Pats. That's code Pats only at DraftKings. Minimum five dollar deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with Unlimited Ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on Unlimited Ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on Unlimited Ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details. We are back. 2024, the first edition of the TU Halftime Show, joined by Faith. Let's go. And let's start with some trivia like we always do. All right, so what do we got? question one, DeMario Douglas now holds the record for the most receptions and receiving yards by Patriots rookie receiver under Bill Belichick with blank receptions and 548 yards. All right, so how many receptions does he have? Ooh. Question two, if the Patriots win this weekend against the Jets – how many wins in a row will it be? A lot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And question three. The Patriots' blank overall victories over the Jets are the second most over any single opponent. How many victories is this? All right, so send nice. those answers in to webradiopatriots.com. Matt, do we even have any T-shirts left? I'm sure there are. So, okay, well, you're going to get something. Uh, <laughs> so send your answers in. But, guys, it is – playoff season almost we got one more week and usually these week 18 games are fun you know yeah. like the pats and jets don't have anything to play for so we're gonna see hopefully some trick plays players players are playing for jobs exactly. that's what we're here for coaches are coaching for jobs players are playing for jobs exactly but we're gonna um we're gonna talk about some nfl playoff matchups and potential scenarios so let me rip through what if things stay as yep. they are if the playoffs start today here's what it is so wild card or sorry with the week one bye for playoffs, we got the Ravens, all right? Well-deserved. Yeah. Lamar. Oh, yeah. I think he should be the MVP. I think McCaffrey should be the MVP, but that's a different they conversation. They both have quite the resume for it, um, for sure. So, for the Super Wild Card weekend, we got Browns versus the Jags. All right, that's a 5-4 and four seed. Yep. Bills versus the Chiefs. That's a 6-3. and That That'd be a good game. And Colts-Dolphins, all right? Yep. That's for the AFC. NFC, 49ers with the week one bye. Um Eagles at Bucks for the fifth and the fourth, with the Eagles being the fifth seed. Uh, Rams at the Lions, and that's the six and three. And then we got the Packers at the Cowboys. All right. So, Faith, what are some potential scenarios this weekend? Who's getting knocked out if things go? All right. Go? So, the biggest matchup is Texans Colts because that is literally win and in. If you lose, you're going home. It's basically an early round of the playoffs for both of those teams. And now that we've got C.J. Stroud actually healthy, back playing, I think the Colts certain. I think Minshew and the Colts have quite the task ahead before they can just lock into the playoffs. And the Col- uh, the Texans with Tank Dell was, yeah. was scary. Yes. Which, that's a separate issue, too, of why you're sending your number one receiver as a fullback on a play. That's how he got hurt. Yeah. Side note. Um, but, yeah, it's literally, you know, a matter of win and in. I always get confused when it's like, all right, well, if you lose, but so-and-so wins and someone beats somebody and someone else beats another team, then you might have a chance. But as simple as it is, if they win, they're in. And then, of course, you've got Pittsburgh. Um, they have a lot of scenarios that they could do. possibly happen. They're, like Ties could be included in it, um, but they could still get in too, which is crazy because I feel like they've struggled all season, really just had a hard time at the quarterback position, but they could win it in. Which is crazy. So then another crazy one, and this is 
the Dolphins kind of did this to themselves. Is yeah. The Bills versus Dolphins. That's for the two seed, right? Yeah. Two seed, and I mean, if Buffalo, Buffalo's been hot recently. Them getting home field advantage for the first couple of rounds, first couple of games is scary. Well, you know, if they win, you know, they obviously clinch the AFC East. Yeah. Um, but if they lose, they could not make the playoffs. Which I mean, I which would, is like, I would love wow. that. I would love that. Imagine. I'm sorry. I would. I would <laughs> love that. Um, oh all right, goodness. what's some NFC stuff we got going on? All right, some NFC stuff. Um, we got Saints-Falcons, which is interesting because right now there's two teams sitting at 8-8, eight and eight, um, which is the Bucks and the Saints. That situation is interesting because, you know, honestly, up until New Year's Eve, the Saints had the upper hand in that, but then they lost to the Bucks. So now it's split between the two of them. They're both 8-8. Eight and eight. The Saints are playing the Falcons, which technically speaking they should win, but who knows any given Sunday right and then you've got the Bucks playing the Panthers which again the Bucks should win but I don't know so and then, and then you also got throwing draft position for all of this too yeah which is crazy but yeah. um I don't know so let's 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 before we go in let's say who do you not want to see get in aside from the Bills because like we, nobody wants to see the Bills get in like like for example Man. I don't want the Falcons to get in they're like if they win no. they clinch the NFC South with a win plus a Tampa loss but like I don't want to see Desmond Ritter no. Get spanked. Like, I've seen that all year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Falcons, I don't want in. It's tough with – it's tough with the with the Jags, too. Like, obviously, they've pulled things together here toward the end. Like, they had a rough patch for a while. But, I don't know, 9-7, and seven, I don't really see them putting up that good of a fight, squeezing in. I mean, they have the same record as the Falcons. Got so it. And, like, Trevor Lawrence has been injured. He's been pushing through it. I don't know if that's going to be the best – so, so before we wrap up, I guess we'll do Super Bowl picks a different time. Let's wait for the playoffs for this. Okay. For this one, let's say pick pick any team that you want to make a run, like an under underdog run or like a dream a dream Super Bowl matchup. I mean, I feel like a dream, and I think we were talking about this earlier, was Lions Browns. Could you world. imagine? I would love in Vegas. Could you imagine? Like, and it's also the Browns with Flacco, just the old, which is hilarious. He's been he's been chucking the rock. So I yeah, I want the I want the Lions. But technically speaking, I've heard a lot of talk about the whole like Super Bowl colors and the logos uh, being the, the matchup, the script. So I think it's going to be 49ers Ravens, oh, I, purple I and red. Nobody wants that. We've oh. seen that already. I don't want that. I don't want that. I mean, I, I want Lamar Just to get a saying. ring, but I, I think the Lions, their time. Love so, them. wait, question for you. How early do you think the Cowboys are out of the playoffs? Um, well, where are they at right now? They're home. But if they lose, don't they? Do I'm not sure exactly where their home field advantage I comes think, into I think it, it depends. I think it really depends if they get home field advantage. If they get home oh, yeah. field for the first round, then they'll they'll lose in the uh, – the Whenever episode. they're away, I think they're yeah, good for it. Yeah, but that being said, if they somehow are away for the first round, that might be the upset. Wow, wow, and we'll wow. wait for Stephen A. <laughs> yeah, no, he's gonna be so excited. Um, but Faith, thank you. We're gonna Anytime. we're gonna keep running this throughout the off season. So I don't know if anybody wrote in the Matt, but if they do, Matt, let me know what they want to talk about, and uh, let's get back to the show. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes. Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. And now, great moments in history. My, my point was, is like Alex was just saying that you can't, 
you couldn't imagine two and eight and neither could have i that's i couldn't have either because i thought that at the very worst they would just I'm be starting to think i'm really i am negative <laughs> and I don't well, ever think of that. Starting? But but even you, Paul, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't like think. This, I don't think curtain. of that. Wow. But yeah. but you That's said really seven wins was their ceiling, right? Yeah. And I don't necessarily disagree with that. They're not gonna get to seven wins. But like, was their ceiling get, if everything fell in? Right. In other words, if they stayed healthy, right? Everything fell in place, right? Like, but they were. But everything was perfect. Close. The other they, teams got hurt, and you didn't. Like maybe you could win seven games. That's how I felt about this team. I don't. But I don't necessarily disagree with that. If they're two and eight, Paul, like they're like I thought they would win four games. That's gonna be a lot uh, i didn't think the offense could get worse than i didn't year. think that i would i would that's that's co-sign that's, on that but that's my that's i didn't all, think the offense yeah. could be worse than it was that's and it my is. question it's just i think we all kind of agree that like six i feel like we said a lot six six wins feels like the floor for this team like he's too good a coach to right. not get them six that's, wins yeah why aren't we to six wins this year you know yeah i i would have said i'm not ruling it out it's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, I would. I, it's in the see, I, it's I'm in play. I know you. You think I'm probably lying, but I'm not either, Fred. Because I think there are some teams that they could beat. Just like the last couple of games they played, they could have won. Oh, that would be a big mistake. That's another great moment from. All right, back here. What's that? That music usually says that there's something coming. No. Oh, I missed it. What? He did. Was it good? <laughs> was it funny? I didn't listen, but he did tell okay. us that it was going on. All right. What happened to Deuce? Mike went out to finish his lunch. Oh, he's <laughs> eating his he's tenders? Em he's embarrassed to eat it on camera, oh. I think. I, I, he I, wants I, only Paul to get, no, I, I get fat shamed. I get that. All right. Uh, so continuing our discussion, 855-PATS-500 is the ace You just hotline. threw out the last bite like that? What's wrong with you? Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Um, we're going to do picks a little later, so we got to hurry. <laughs> Uh, but people are emailing and people are calling and they want to be involved. This is a uh, this is heady times for the Patriots. I mean, you know, a lot going on here. I mean, what could happen Tuesday show between now and Tuesday show? A lot. <laughs> Everything a lot a could lot. happen a or, lot. or nothing. Or Our not lives could be either yeah. drastically different on yeah. Monday or the absolute same. Well, Alex, I hope my life isn't drastically different. I mean, whatever Our happens to the Patriots. Okay. Our work life. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be drastically different. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. You're right. You're not wrong. Bill Belichick is – It's Robert Kraft has announced that Bill Belichick is returning. His first uh, action is to blow up the content. Of there Robert. you go. I he's going to He's gonna take over hosting duties of Patriots Unfiltered. Like, what's that? Took longer than I thought. What was that uh, <laughs> thing back in the day when they thought that, like – like I For a second there, I was like, Fred, people are going to think that you're, like, reporting something right now over yeah. there. And then <laughs> <laughs> um, we had trivia. During the halftime show, and uh, here are the questions, Paul. Demario Douglas now holds the record for Capital the most one. receptions and receiving yards by a rookie receiver under Bill Belichick. How many receptions does he have? 47. That's oh. correct. Oh. Sorry, I that's mean, like, that's not fair. Brian, I look at this Brian Bailitz uh, is the winner. Paul, you can't answer this, but who had the record for rookie receptions as a Patriot prior? Wide receiver or an overall? Wide receiver. Aaron Dobson. Patriots are under under Bill no, Belichick no, no. or overall. I, I'm mistaken. You're out. You, you already can I'm mistaken. He's, he's it out. wasn't Aaron Dobson. You're, you're out. You're out. <laughs> you're out. When, once was. you guess once. Who, who, oh who, who, who has? Am it? I allowed to guess? Can I get clarification? You, I, I know you know. Was okay, it under Bill Belichick or just in general? It was not under Bill Belichick. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. Oh. In general. Oh, I a rookie totally rookie the record for receptions not under Belichick. Not under Bell. Anyone in 
Patriots oh, then, franchise. Then I don't necessarily know the answer. Terry Glenn. Terry Glenn is correct. Yeah. So oh, the, 90. The one, yeah. under, the one under Belichick is Dion Branch. I, that's yeah. what I was thinking yeah. is Branch. Yeah. Dobson had the yards record before okay. DeMario Douglas passed him. Uh, if the Patriots win this weekend, how many wins in a row will it be against the Jets? Well, 16, 16. 16. Colin Mayo got that. And finally, the Patriots' overall victories against the Jets are the second most over any single opponent. How many wins do they have over the Jets? No 167. That's way 72. Oh. I don't know. Paul's close. Does anyone want to price, price is right that? 83. $1, Bob. 82. No, 74. Oh. Tyler in Houston got that. 74. So I was only two off. <laughs> So, yeah, you were close, Paul. I don't like you the win ones the that price you can, is right. I don't like the ones you can just p ref. You know, you just look it up on Pro Football Reference, and then you. you well, know. the Patriots have been around for how many years? Sixty-five yeah. at this point. Uh, sixty-four. 64 yeah, right. So you figure one a year that's it gets you to sixty-four, and then some years they got two. So you know, do the math. Yeah, that seems low then for the Jets. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of years they swept. Year. The yeah. Jets probably were pretty good against the Patriots, like in the. Oh, you're just 60s. saying wins. I got yeah. you. I got you. I got you. All right. Um, back to the calls on the Ace Ticket Hotline. We can go to Dan in New Jersey. What's up, Dan? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, I was hoping I can get you uh, take on something I uh, saw on on Sports Tonight this morning. Um, so Evan Evan Cohen said his solution to this potential power sharing arrangement. Where Bill, you know, keeps the coaching reins, but I guess maybe relinquishes some of the GM duties. And he brought up three names from uh, from the past. Some of these guys maybe not be available because they're on a contract, or maybe the game has passed them by. But the names were Gapioli, Casario, and, uh, and Tom Dimitrov. And I just wondered if, you know, of the three, are there any of them that you could see working? Or, and specifically, you know, being able to develop a high-powered offense and also to be able to kind of challenge Bill over personnel. Well, that's, you know, all three of them have history with Bill. Um, yeah. the, the question is, if they come in, would they have equal power with Bill? Would Bill acquiesce to them sometimes? I don't know. Well, Nick, oh. Nick Casario is not going anywhere. No, yeah. he's building Houston. Yeah, right. So that, that one's off the table. But Scott, the theory here was the GM would be above Bill. Right. Yeah. Scott Pioli hasn't been in it in ten years. Right. Uh, Th- thanks, no. Dan. Thomas Dimitrov is is a, I'm not not for me, but like yes, like that. Same thing for him though. He hasn't been in it for, for a couple while. A lot less time than Pioli. Him and Pioli were together in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, but he was he was the GM of the Falcons when they went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Well. Pioli was there. Oh, okay. I don't with know. With them, yeah. they, they were they were together. It, I guess maybe yeah. is where my head is at. at but I don't. I, I'm with your larger point. I just don't see someone who came into the league under Bill now being above Bill and Bill being able right. to yeah. acquiesce to that. I right. think the biggest problem too is on, on top of that is just like you're still giving the players to Bill to coach. Right. Right. So like if you draft now. Some people go to the extreme and say, like, if you draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and he fumbles, then Bill's going to bench him for the rest of the year. <laughs> I don't think he's going to do that. Not but, the rest of the year, but the rest of the game. But in, t- in terms of, like, style and play and how they play and the type of player and the mold, like, all that stuff, is it's still all going to just – if he's not a 250-pound linebacker, is Bill going to play him or is he going to move him to safety? Like, right. you know, like it's going to be the same thing. Yep. Now, like I said, you know, if the Callahan information is correct – if Bill comes back, 
either he's going to have to have done something we doubt he's going to do, which is give up more control, or a lot of people are going to be unhappy. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. So um, let's go to Bill in D.C. What's up, Bill? So, Fred, I want to respectfully disagree with you on your idea about, like, going up with all your draft capital to get the guy. Uh, so, oh, in terms of quarterback, okay. Yeah, and I get why you're saying it, right? Like, you're thinking, you know, here's someone you're convinced is a good choice, and you're optimizing for that future, right? Like, this kid's going to be nice a chance he'll be a franchise quarterback, so it's worth spending a lot of draft capital to get that person. My concern is that um, sometimes the less likely future happens, and then in that case, you've made a disastrous decision that has catastrophic consequences, like Evan keeps pointing back to Carolina. So given the uncertainty about drafting and drafting for quarterbacks, I would rather see a robust decision that works kind of no matter what happens, like multiple futures. I'd like to see the Patriots do good scouting, make their best choices with the draft capital, Except there's going to be some hits and misses, and then over time, do what you guys have always said is the problem here: build up the roster through the draft carefully over time. Over. Yeah. Okay. But that's what Fred wants to do too. Well, yeah. uh, no, I, I get what he's saying. Uh, my but point it takes was, a hit if you put if, it if, on. If, you know, particularly to the quarterback, if you believe he's the guy, then do what you have to do to get him. Yeah. Because he's not going to be there next year. Yeah. You wouldn't make this argument for another position either. No. Like, I mean, this is just to find not as that much. quarterback. Not as much. Yeah. No, not as yeah. much. And I'm somewhere in between yeah. the two philosophies, but I just I, – I think that there's this notion that quarterback is just so much different in terms of you can't do it for quarterback. It's just too risky and, like – it, it didn't hurt the 49ers. Right. Oh. No, but my point it is – Should have. Kind of did. Yeah. My, my point is a little different than that. It's just that, like – to Fred's idea of targeting a guy and moving up to get him, if like, you have to, no, but like I'm also saying reaching. So, so I, you guys I, were talking about Penix. I if let's say the Patriots had number three, I don't care what the rest of the league thinks where he should be drafted. If I believe that Penix is my guy, I'll take him at three. I I don't want to take the risk of losing yeah. him because I believe in him. I just watch team after team after team yep. reach on the quarterback and it happens every single year and but, it always backfires. Yeah, and but I my saw point, year after year. But it doesn't always backfire. Right. That's I, my no, no, point. No, no. I saw, I, I, if I saw it backfires, it then it's bad. Right. Like obviously what happened Thanks, to San Bill. Francisco is bad. Like yeah. you don't want to invest Jets you don't want to invest extra Carolina picks. Panthers it was not bad when Kansas City did it. And they targeted right, but Patrick but Mahomes. But Kansas City like, did it at a different part of the draft, right? Like Ten. Yeah, but that, that's a different part they of get, the draft. They, they like gave up they, a, a first and a third to switch spots. with. You and know, if to, you're going from like, five to one, it's going to be a much different trade. we got a flyover going. Zamboni. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, but to me, it's not about the, what you give up. It's about do you hit. Like, that's where I right. agree with Fred. Like, if you it's miss, a, I don't care if I don't give up. Not, like, if I miss, I miss. And not, like, San Francisco, I missed. Like it hurts, even when you're San Francisco, it hurts to to make a trade for the number three pick and miss. It's 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 not good. I think, but it's, like you have to yeah. have strength in your conviction. The same Fortune way, fortune favors the bold. But the same way the the, the caller is talking about, I want to just do it by trusting the safe way of scouting and drafting and developing. Yes, that's yeah. what that's what Fred's doing. Right, he's scouting, drafting, and developing the guy that he targets. And I'm trusting my scouts. Like. 
You can't trust him that it, much. It could be wrong. That's why, like, I don't think Evan's wrong. Like, that, yeah. I, that's why I'm in the middle here. But I, I just think you're doing the same thing, only you're increasing the risk by trading sure. picks. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's still reliant on you getting it right. I yes. feel like you almost need a personal connection with that court. Like, you have to have above and beyond information not just like we just love his tape that much oh, like it's yeah. almost like to do that you're like it's, it's oh the i coached him already evaluation it's the medicals yeah. it's knowing his group of friends it's knowing his coaching staff it's who's he hang out his with? blood type yeah i i, I did jokes like that that would have helped the patriots uh, in a few uh, instances <laughs> no i'm just messing oh, i i think i think the <laughs> I, I don't friends know. are off the rails. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> oh, I do. I do. <laughs> off the air. Uh, I I think the biggest thing though is like I, the one thing draft draft philosophy that the Patriots adhere to that I actually agree with is is the is tiering players. Like if you really feel that Caleb Williams is so far and above the rest of this class, then I can maybe get on board with what Fred is saying. The problem that I have is is what's the difference at the end of the day between Drake May, Michael Penix, Jaden okay. Daniels? So this this right? is but this this is different. If, I agree with him if, on if, this. If your staff feels percent. the way you are, then I agree. But if my staff says right. that we have a chance to get Caleb Williams, he is far and above everybody else. We have the shot. Take the shot. Take the shot, as Eminem says. I just think that so you only have one. At the shot. end of you the only day, have one shot. I think at the end of the That's day, what he says. it's it's. <laughs> Falling in love with a player like that so much. Mike, you like my Eminem reference? (laughs) His his name is Matt, (laughs) and you butchered the reference (laughs) in the middle of Evan talking. The sentiment was right. You only get one shot. Do not miss this this time. Right. right. (laughs) Don't miss. Eat your mom's spaghetti. (laughs) That's true. Oh, man. Morel's about to just spit it, it all out at us right now, like word for word. I'm sure he could do He's it, too. nervous. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, Evan. <laughs> That's okay. I, I just think that the worst thing that teams do is fall in love with the prospect. It's the worst thing to do when it's it has to be this guy. It, it, we can't it, If we don't come out of the draft with Caleb Williams, the whole offseason's hey. a failure. And I you can't but, but you're, approach it that but way. You're, yeah, but your philosophy of tears, I would wholeheartedly agree with. And I think there probably is some truth to that. In this this particular group of quarterbacks, you could probably pull a lot of guys around the NFL with these four guys and maybe get some different answers. So that's fine. I don't think that you would have pulled a lot of guys and gotten different answers with, like, Andrew Luck. Or Trevor Lawrence. Or Trevor yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, no, okay? and, and I think so Caleb might that, be in that category. That's what we're talking about. Right. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I probably don't think he is, even though I like him more than everybody else. Um, I, I don't really think that he, he is in that category. But that's the difference. If you if you just tear it up, then absolutely you don't do the Fred thing. Right. Like if if I'm if I'm gonna be happy with Drake May or Jaden Daniels, I don't need to do right. you know, a, right. a bold move I up the board. But if I only think one of those guys is gonna be a good player and yep. I really need that player, yeah. I, just I can, think I can see Fred You have side. to look at it too uh, like so I, I take the first two picks in the draft, for example. You could have, you know, Jaden Daniels and the left tackle from Washington, uh, Fontenau, who's going to be a pretty good player, people think. Or you could have Joe Alt and Michael Penix at the top of the second round, right? And you have to look at, like, which which bu- bucket would you rather right. and, it, and, if, and if you're with. willing to do that, then obviously you don't think that the quarterback is that good or that much better. I and you're willing, that and right. you're willing and to And I would settle. just argue that Maybe. I think that that's – 
that's generally uh, largely a Patriots philosophy. Yeah. That has not done them well. But I also think recent, with Penix, there's there's context. Like the rest of the league might get medical reports on Penix that he is his knees are ticking time bomb, and that's why he doesn't end up going in the first round. But at the top of the second round, that's going to be worth the risk. Like it, just like we were talking about Gronk, you know, yesterday. Yeah. But that's not worth the risk in the top ten. Right, See, but but I would say, and this is funny. Fred and I used to argue about this at, at the time. Like, I think the the Gronk pick at the time, and this is not revisionist history because Andy was on the show at the time, and Andy that it's probably the singular prospect that he loved the, only one he ever the got most. Right. That, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But he loved them, and we were all on board with the Gronk pick. We thought it was a great pick. I don't think picking Gronk in the second round in twenty twenty four would be a great pick for this team. Mm. I don't think no. that kind of a risk would no. be a great pick. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a like fair point. That's the difference in where they were and the status that Bill had then as opposed you to where they are now. You take those risks at those positions. I just think that a big part, and I said this to, to Barth as we were arguing it with each other per usual, uh, the, the bi- a big part of the job when it comes to the draft is knowing the board. Sure. And knowing how the rest of the league yep. values a player. And the reason why the Patriots are in this position, partially, is because they took Cole Strange a full round before the rest of the league thought that he should be drafted. So if you, let's take Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix, whoever, if the Patriots take that player fifth overall and the rest of the league was like, I don't know, our doctors checked out Michael Penix and like we didn't have him in the first round because his knee is going to blow in three years, then that was a mistake. You overdrafted the player. Yeah. And I, I feel the same way if the, if the league looks at Jaden Daniels and finds flaws in his game or whoever. Like, you just – you can't – reaching on players is how you get into It's into funny, mistakes. though. You know, I for many, many years, people just were just furious at Belichick and the Patriots for constantly trading down. And now it seems this year everyone's, like, open to that idea. Because they have so many Now holes. that they have oh, a high pick. I don't, really? I don't, I don't I think don't a lot of people. I, know. I mean, I, 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 I have actually said it, but I don't think a lot of people are well, open I, I'm, I'm hearing like an openness It to depends it. on where you, you yeah. fall. Yeah. I think a lot depends on Sunday. Like this whole idea of, oh, trade down, get a tackle, and then maybe you can trade back up and still get a quarterback, you know? I mean, if you end up at four or five, though, you might just have to take the tackle if you really want to tackle. But I... I mean, I'm open to it, but I, I totally understand people who are like, hell no, like, get I think, the guy. I think in, like in people look at it and they say, oh, trade down. So you get four. Trade down to like eight, and you get a tackle. Okay, maybe you feel better about taking one of the tackles at eight than you do four. And then you can get a quarterback. Well, the other pick isn't coming till the second round. Right. You're not getting like another first-round pick. Right. You're switching spots, and you're getting like maybe a future one, maybe, depending on how far the team has to come. Or uh, more likely, a second rounder. That well, that's that's or a, two, right? And then yeah, the, but then the, you, you package trade, them together, right? No, I know, but where are you getting the quarterbacks? They're all going to be gone. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe, In, unless you just want the scraps. Yeah, like or, or, again, you can get JJ McCarthy if I'm he even comes out. Con- <laughs> I'm not convinced, and I, I'm not convinced that all four quarterbacks are going to be gone that quickly. I think that Penix's medicals are a big question mark. Yeah. And I think if that Jaden Daniels as a passer is, is going to be a question mark to a lot of people in the league. But if I see this is weird. If they're not, then I have less interest in them. Do you know what I mean? Like, if these guys Maybe. aren't all, like, top 15 players, I according d- to the whole league, 
yeah. right? But then uh, I'm not as interested. But they'll be they won't be top fifteen players because of like context, though, right? Like it'll be because Penix is, is in, in injuries, or it'll be because some teams don't Def- want definitely in Penix's situation. They, I would say yes. They don't want to adapt their entire offense to fit somebody like Jaden Daniels. Like there's a reason why Lamar Jackson went thirty second overall, right? And I'm not convinced five years later that the same guy is going to go any higher than Lamar did. Not yet. Like I, I just think that there's still a lot of that old school thinking around the league that guys like that need oh you, we're gonna have to tailor it and he's run first and he's better with his legs than he is with his arm and like we're gonna have to adapt everything and like i don't think that every team is going to be willing to do that all right um a couple more calls and then we'll get to picks uh we'll go to fidel in tampa what's up fidel hey how are you guys doing good hey. good i've yeah. been a huge fan i've called numerous times um, actually, Fidel from Cyprus, back when you guys had that board of all the people. Oh, we still got it. There you go. Um, I had a quick funny story, and then my point. I was Eric walking through Home Cyprus Depot trying to find a new filter for my fridge, and as I'm walking past the washer and dryer, I just hear that one of the guys go, yeah, you got to go with Speed Queen. They're the yeah. best. There speed you go. <laughs> there you go. Now you know where I was this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you had to buy another one? Goes, yeah, they used the ball and all those. Commercial no, was, uh, laundry, no, never laundry, mind. laundry mat. I was almost on the ground crying. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, Did you get so you didn't? You don't have a speed queen at home, I take it. No, okay. I don't have it. Well, you wouldn't be but going out to look for a new one if you had he one. He said a, a filter for his fridge. No, I know. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> just joking. Yeah, I was, I was getting a which, by the way, I I have issues with that. I got a filter for my fridge. Yeah, that's a scam. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It they is. they have like automatic reorder. Like this is a scam. Anyway, what are we talking about? Fridge filters. I checked out. I've been like holding my tongue a lot football. with everything Bill's done, but I honestly think he should go because even if you draft the best quarterback available, Bill's what maybe two more years, right? And that's a whole new coaching turnover then. Yep. And yep. then the whole point with drafting of Michael Penix that he may be great, but he's injured in two three years, get him out of the league, or drafting a an okay QB like. Look at the Vikings. They have, like, the best offense with Jettas, uh, Justin Jefferson, and Mario Addison. And they have Kirk Cousins, and they have not gone any further than, like, the divisional round. So even if you have the best offense defense, that subpar quarterback is not going to get you over the hump. Yeah, he can definitely be the deterrent. Yeah. Yep. To be fair, Kirk Cousins and thanks for that. You, 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 you do know he tore his Achilles, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, it's, this isn't the first year he's been the. Wait, it's the first year he had that offense. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's had yeah. I mean, I should say the defense, but mm. beefalo. Yeah. I don't like. I don't know how far Minnesota would have gone, but like Minnesota is not like the gold standard for offense in the league because they have Justin Jefferson as the best receiver. Like, there's a lot more that goes into that. Yeah. Uh, Michelle's in South Carolina. Hey, Michelle. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Doing great, Michelle. I thought you only called okay. when Hardy was here. No, for me now. Oh, oh. I'm following you guys now. Oh, See? thanks, Michelle. See? You guys. She can't get up early and talk to Hardy. You didn't people. say Paul. She can't get up and talk to Hardy early. I've got to set my alarm. I like to sleep. <laughs> for noon? Same. So, listen. So we're talking about Bill. I was like on the fence, 60-40, he was saying. Now it's a little bit lower, but I can't imagine him leaving him and not having a job. That just, to me, is 
beyond. I have to imagine he's talking to somebody. Yeah, he's I agree. Leaving. Yep. Okay, so we're going to get a quarterback, and it's going to be, what, a top six quarterback, top five, yep. whatever it is. Maybe. So I mean, they'll have that pick, but I don't know if they'll take it. going to be the bridge to him. I mean, they, he's not going to be started. I wouldn't imagine. Well, why not? So who are we going to get for the bridge quarterback? Hopefully a higher like, up first month. I don't know. I, Jake I Brisket. can't imagine Chicago's not going to get rid of Field. No. I don't know about that. Maybe, so, but yeah, I don't think they're going to get rid of him either. I, I don't necessarily know that, that the rookie won't be ready to start right away. Well, whether he's ready or not, like, right. why would, I mean, I, I wouldn't, they had Cam Newton before. They're going to have to sign they, somebody. And they let Max start right away. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Ba- Bailey Zappi. Bailey. Do you think oh, it built... That's what I would say, Michelle. But I mean, but it's not like you're not trying to win, like necessarily, right? Like I, mean, I know that sounds crazy, what but we, like, what are we doing here? But you're not like it, you're not. If I'm, you're paying Jacoby Brissett's going to make probably some real backup quarterback money next year. Like maybe I don't know, eight to ten million, something like that. If you're bringing him in with the chance to start, yes, I would say ten million. Right. So is that the best in the best interest or like? If the guy's not ready and Bailey Zappi starts for the first month of the season, you know, you're, you're building something for the next 10 years, not for the next eight weeks of the season, right. you know. I so, agree. All right. Okay, guys. Thank Thanks, Michelle. Michelle. Thank Appreciate it. One more call, and then we're going to get to picks. Eldred. What's up, Eldred? Hey, ladies and gentlemen. How y'all doing? All right. Hi. Evan, I disagree with you 100%. 100%. But uh, like I said before, uh, I heard y'all earlier. And if that report is true about Bill O'Brien and Bill and all that about the offense stuff, and if I, uh, uh, Deuce, you talking about, well, he did it for 20 seasons, let him come back and do it again, are you nuts? Or do you really want that again? Sorry, say, say that again? Bring, back. Uh, bring back who? You know, when you said uh, bring back Bill, let Bill do the draft and everything, and instead of handing the keys over to somebody oh. else. Oh, yeah, Deuce, might bad take. Yeah, no, that's what I, that's what I do, definitely want. No, that, I don't. <laughs> me too. Get a key to somebody else. Get, uh, get Bill out of the building. You know, time pass. Yeah. yeah. Get that reports and everything is through. Uh, Elger, what do you disagree but, uh, with me on? I, I, what, do, what do we disagree on? Oh, what about Penny. him? Oh. Okay. Whoa. Okay, you keep saying, you keep throwing up injuries. Okay, like that, like you said uh, yesterday. Well, that one year with Washington, just like Mac Jones one year at Alabama. No, it's not. I didn't say he that. Had four years. Yes, yes you, yeah, you did. He's old, too. Evan said yeah, he was he old. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No. Trying to compare. Play it back. I, I can play it back for you. Play it back. You can play it back on but, YouTube. But, but, but he did with he did with Indiana. He got hurt in Indiana. I understand he got hurt. And he could run, but he got hurt in Indiana. He came to Washington. And then, like I said, um, he shows a whole lot better. He got some receivers. Yeah, he got a line. Then you said put uh, May in there. He'd be the same. No, it won't be the same. It won't be the same. Okay. If Matt Where did Jones, you talk? This is on Catch-22, I assume. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. Okay. So what I said about the Mac thing with, with Penix is, Elder, we, I think you could admit to this, too. Like, we have to learn from why Mac Jones failed. And w- one of the big reasons why Mac Jones failed, it turns out, is that the Alabama supporting cast made him look better than he is. So with Penix, I I agree that the eye test tells me that he's a more talented player than Mac Jones was in college, but you still have to put some thought into the fact 
that he's throwing to three top 100 wide receivers behind one of the best offensive lines in college football. So how much better is he talent-wise that that bridges that gap? Like, is it good enough? Uh, and I, the injuries, you have to talk about the injuries. The guy had four season-ending injuries. injuries. Yeah. Understand but but in Indiana, the wide receiver was so so, and he was still top. Yeah, still throwing. Yep, no, he, still running. No know? doubt. So so like I said, uh, you made you made my case for me. You keep saying uh, you can't do, uh, can't have a quarterback to do it on his own. You get need some help. But then again, on the other hand, you keep saying see if he lifts everybody behind him with less talent. We have proof that it can't be done in New England. Look at Zappi. Look at Matt. He is not field. going to have his ta- the talent gap that he has right now at Washington compared to his level of competition is not going to be the same in the NFL, regardless of how good of a team he put around him. Thanks, Eldred. It's not going to happen. Eldred's caffeinated. There was a lot of... Yeah, I I like when when Eldred brings it. I would just say one one minor thing. Like, I I think we're sort of just saying, yeah, the injuries are, are legit. Well, he keeps saying how in Indiana he ran. He's torn his ACL twice since then. He doesn't run anymore. Like, that's not, like, just circumstantial. Like, he's not a runner anymore. He ran a little bit in the Sugar Bowl. And, he but he I, did. He made some plays off-platform that were, yeah. you know, kind of and impressive. I, I wonder if, like, that's in his back pocket only in a championship-type game situation because of the injuries. They don't want him to get hurt. Yeah. So they're protecting him the I, rest I of just the time. don't th- – when a guy attempts to run in six seasons of play, the most times I think was 35 I looked up yesterday, he's not a runner. Yeah. No, he's not a runner. He's more of like, like I said yesterday, he's more of like a Tua, like move off your spot and, and throw. Yeah, type and of that's guy. fine. If, if, he th- yeah. if he can throw the ball the way he did on Monday, like I, I don't need him to run around and be a dual threat. Absolutely not. All right. Uh, good show. Good. Uh, appreciate the over. emails. Appreciate the call, the callers. Uh, but now it is that time of the week. Bubba, bubba. Paul? What happened last week? <clears throat> yeah, you guys all did well. Uh, Mike, Alex, and Evan all twelve and four. Uh, I was eleven and five, and Fred was ten and six. So it was a good week for everybody. Except me. Um, with the spread, it was Mike, Alex, and Paul at nine and seven. Fred at eight and eight, and Evan seven and nine. How did I? How was I so good straight up, but so bad? Because it's because it you just you just pick the favorites every week without yeah. even thinking <laughs> yeah, yeah. about it. You don't even watch the no, game. I have, bro. I have no idea. Watch um, the tape, casual. So Alex has extended oh. the lead by oh. a game one sixty four and ninety two. Little peacocking. Followed oh. by Paul at one sixty and ninety six. Mike one fifty seven and ninety nine. Uh, Evan one fifty five and one hundred one, and Fred. 153 and 103. With the spread, just the blowout. Paul, 134, 111 and 11. Alex, 124, 121 and 11. Good job. You're now making money. Hell yeah. Uh, Let's see. But not actually. No, last week was only one game over, so actually it wasn't. Three games over will get you. That'll get you some money. Yeah, the VIG. You don't have to worry about the VIG. The VIG, yes. Uh, Let's see. Got it right. Fred, 118, 127 and 11. Evan, 117, 128, and 11. And Mike, 113, 132, and 11. Ain't first or last, I got Mike. Four, I got so. four so, I'm coming to get you. I think on Tuesday we were talking about the Lions game, and you know now that betting is legal, you know the league will need to be more transparent. It's a bigger deal now. And somebody, uh, one of our listeners from Australia, emailed me and said, you know, in Australia betting has been legal for a long time, and we have 
you know, Australian rules football and rugby, and the refs suck there too. Yeah. And life goes on. Yeah. Like it didn't, you know, with bad calls, like people haven't sued these leagues and everything. So they're saying that you can still have bad calls and it'll be fine, even though that yeah. gambling is legal. Oh, yeah. Australians I, are crazy I, like us, though. I just don't. Yeah, I, I <laughs> don't think. I think that's way overblown. That Me part too. of it. Yeah. Me too. Like the fact that bet, betting is legal now. Yeah, because they I think have if you transparency, because people are losing money. But like, if you wanted to be in a referee's pocket, like, oh, I'm legalizing saying, gambling didn't change no, but, anything. No, but I think the point now is when it was illegal, there was no recourse. Like, you're not going to sue the league because you're doing something. Oh no, 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 I get, I get that people are going to be up in our. I yeah. get that people are more upset about it. I just yeah. don't think it changed. Like, people think it's changed, like right. the importance of these, the outcome. Why? Because fans are upset. Don't bet. Yeah. Like, that's the risk that you run. And when I say, <laughs> like, it being fixed, yeah, that's part of being – that's part of the risk. No, I, but it, there is that chance. Like, if if it became out – if it was out there that there was more than just a little fixing of games, now that it's legal, there could be a class action sh- suit against the NFL on the behalf of gamblers, and they could sue the league. Right. But what I'm saying is what was stopping people that were gambling legally in Las Vegas from doing that? Oh, that's right. It was legal in Las so Vegas. So right. yeah. th- th- I just th- – and yeah. I'm not saying it's not an issue because yeah. I, I do think it's oh, it's hurry. bigger, it's more mainstream. We really have to hurry. But I'm with everyone. the I leagues don't... have their hand in the pot when people were going and gambling in Vegas or was it Caesar and MGM and stuff? Like No, but there were not people. A bad point. Oh, not a bad the point. The leagues have a little more yeah. – Yeah, Boston College and the yeah. NBA and – yeah. No, I just... but – Alex's point is now that the leagues are all in bed with the casinos, is that keep it from happening? No, does no. it make it worse? Oh, like I, mean, I don't know. I mean, like it's like what? What? It only takes one person to get really mad to start a whole chain reaction. But I just think that life, like you said, life moves on. Like, is anybody really going to remember the Lions Cowboys game and how it ended? Two the weeks guy from that now? bet like, his child's college fund. But money. that guy's but an that's idiot. a bigger issue. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, right. All right. Like, that's and by the problem. way. That guy, if he won that one, he would have lost the next one. That's how it works. All right, so there's a lot. Just up front, there's a lot of uh, key personnel on all teams not playing. I don't have them all committed to memory. Mike and I were talking about this a little (laughs) this morning. So um, just to the point where I couldn't even – and if you guys want to go on DraftKings now and see, like, uh, as of, like, 1140, DraftKings did not even have the lines up. So I got these out of the globe today. Oh boy! The so globe. the the numbers right. may be a little bit different, but whatever. Protest. Well, I'm, maybe we'll They're have a class action lawsuit against you. So <laughs> go ahead, Fred. All right. So we uh, have two games on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, the first one starts at 4:30. It's on ESPN, ABC, ESPN Plus, ESPN Deportes. <laughs> I love when he does that. Um, the nine and seven Steelers are at the 13-3 and three Ravens. No Lamar Jackson. No Lamar. Oh. Yes, a lot of uh, Ravens not playing in this game. Uh, Steelers are favored on the road by four. By four. Uh, real quick, though, I just I gamed out my picks today, and if my picks go, the Patriots end up with the fourth overall pick. Uh, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I'll lay the points. Wait, you already did this ahead of time? I kind of just was Cheater. gaming it out. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Jeez. and you are laying the points? I'll lay the points. It's not cheating. You just came prepared. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know how to do what he. There's, a, there's, did. A, there's like a simulator thing, so you just pick the games and then it tells you. Oh, yeah, it's very easy. So okay. you just picked every game. Yeah. Well, that's what we're doing. I'm gonna take the Steelers as well. With the spread. Gotta hurry, Evan. Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ravens. Okay. Ravens. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Hurry, so I don't I'm gonna take Ravens. Pittsburgh to win the game, but I will take the points. Yeah. I'm with Paul. I'm gonna split it up. Ravens lose, but they cover. Uh, 8:15 on ESPN, ABC, ESPN Plus, ESPN Deportes. Nine and seven Texans at the nine and seven Colts. Okay, this game will be played legit because yeah. this game is uh, the winner gets a playoff spot. Um, Houston is favored by one. Mm. Yeah, I'm so going. That flipped since I last yeah. looked. Um, yeah. yeah, it might not mm-hmm. be like I said. I I went to the Globes. I have Houston today. minus one and a half, so about the same. That's okay, fine. Uh, so that's close. I will take Houston minus one on the road, and uh, they get in right. This is for the the title. Houston yeah. with the win. The winner of this game is guaranteed a wild card and could win the division if Jacksonville loses. Right. Yeah, I'm riding with Houston as well. Yeah, I'll take the better quarterback. I'm going to take Houston too. Yeah, on here. Yeah, I'm going to take Houston too. Um, I'm going with the Colts. Colts have uh, been a game team this year. They're at home. I will go with the Colts to pull this one out. Uh, Sunday at 1, the 8-8 eight eight Buccaneers are at the 2-14 drink-in-your-face Panthers. <laughs> um, great apology, by the way, for that one. Um, I regret it. Tampa Bay, by I regret not allowing the NFL security to handle it. <laughs> I think was part of his oh, phraseology. Perfect. No regrets. Um, <laughs> no regrets. Uh, I, I will take. Uh, it's sorry, Tampa by four and a half. And do we know with Tampa sitting guys or are they? No, Tampa needs to Tampa win. To win. Then I will take Tampa. I believe. And I will lay the points. That may not be right. Tampa, Tampa, <laughs> Tampa, Tampa. I think Tampa needs to win. I am Tampa, Tampa. Also. Me too. Tampa, Tampa. Uh, one o'clock on CBS. The eleven and five Browns are at the eight and eight Bengals. Okay, so this one, yeah, this is, one. you get some uh, funny stuff. Cleveland is starting Jeff Driscoll, at quarterback. <laughs> Sounds like a gym teacher. Who has not really hey, Mr. Uh, Driscoll. played My all year. My good friend from college's <laughs> dad is Jeff Driscoll. Is he a so gym teacher? I think no, everybody knows but Jeff that, Driscoll. Is that uh, conventional spelling for Driscoll? Not uh, like this guy with the K-E-L-L? Yeah, no, it's with oh, really? C, the oh. normal way. Uh, so Can't be a gym teacher. Cincinnati is favored by seven. So the, obviously and the line elim- is. They're eliminated. Yeah, yeah, so the, obviously the line is, um, you know, taken into consideration that Cleveland's not playing nobody. Yeah, I'll take Cincinnati, um, but that's a lot of points in a weird game, so I'll, I'll take the points. As will I. Same thing as these. All right, fine, I'll do the same thing. Got to hurry. Yeah, I'm going to take Cincinnati both ways, but I don't think Cleveland's going to be yeah. into this game. I will take the points. Um, defensive depth. Uh, Sunday at 1 on Fox, 7-9 and nine Vikings are at the 11-5 and five Pissed off Lions. Detroit by three and a half. What's I it? don't know the situation with personnel in this one. Minnesota is not eliminated. Um, and Detroit, I don't think, can move their spot. Yeah, that makes it weird for me. I, that's, I'm going to take Detroit, um, and I will, uh, I'll lay the points. Yeah, I'm going to take Detroit. A pissed off Detroit at home. Yeah, I'm going to take Detroit. I just think the Vikings kind of stink. Yeah, and Detroit. it's back to Nick Mullins, by the way. Yeah, that's great. Um, so three and a half. I'm going to take Minnesota to win the game, but I will take Detroit to cover. I will take Detroit both ways. Um, Sunday at 1, the 7-9 and nine Falcons are at the 8-8 eight and eight Saints. Nolans by three. And I believe New Orleans can win the division with a win and a Tampa loss. Yeah, I'm going to take New Orleans at home. I'll lay the points, please. Retweet. 
Uh, yeah, I guess I'll do the same. I did not put any thought into so it. So this is going to complete it's my o- for the best, this yeah. is going to complete my zero and seventeen season picking the Falcons <laughs> yeah. game. Uh, I will take New Orleans. Are you actually zero and seventeen? I, I can't imagine <laughs> I've won any games with yeah. them. I uh, have they're no the, idea what's going to happen. They're the new line. They're my Vikings. Um, yeah. Everybody has one. Yep. I'm going to go with the Saints as well. Uh, one o'clock CBS nine and seven Jaguars at the five and eleven Titans. Jags need this game. Yeah. They do. Uh, Jags by five and a half. And Lawrence looks like he's going to play. Don't know that. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to go with Jacksonville. They pull out the win. Jaguars, Jaguars. I'm kind of tempted to take the Titans. Me too. The Jaguars just that. The kind Jaguars of guy. always choke in these types of spots. Right. Uh, but I'm going to take the uh, the Jags. Uh, about uh, you know, I'll take the Titans to cover. Field goal game. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. I'll take the Jags to win, but I'll take the points. Me too. Think Vrabel gets fired. Yeah. No. I don't know. I think no. it's funny how Absolutely everybody – Absolutely not. Like, so many people think Vrabel is like a – they have one more win than the Patriots. Yeah. Like, he, he might he might leave. But he he might force his way out. Yeah. But he ain't getting fired. All right. I mean, <clears throat> I'd be really surprised. Now we skip over the Patriots at 1 o'clock. We go to 425. There are no 405 games this week, Paul. Um, no 405 games, Fred. No 405 games. It's the, tough. That means it's a delayed start to red zone, Paul. Ooh. Yeah. The, the eight and eight Seahawks in the snow. The eight and eight Seahawks are at the four and twelve Cardinals. Ooh, that's way down my list here. Um, Seattle by two and a half. Yeah, this game should be played reasonably straight I up, know. right? I know. I didn't. Man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna change it up. I had Seattle. I'm gonna go with Arizona though. Oh, Arizona at home. You. Maybe that'll get Patriots up to three. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with the Sharps. I'll take Seattle. I'm taking Arizona. I think that they're a little frisky, those yeah. Cardinals. I, I'll take Seattle, um, but I could definitely see uh, the frisky factor. Kyler. Uh, full slate of 425 games, by the way. Can you pick them? Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks both ways. All right. 425, 7-9 Bears at the 8-8 eight and eight Packers. Hmm. Okay, uh, I know no one on the panel knows anything that's going on with Chicago based on yesterday's show. Uh, <laughs> Green Bay by three. What's that supposed to be? Interesting. You weren't here. Interesting oh. spot. Um, and I you know Chicago's been playing a little frisky, but I'm going to go Green Bay at home. The Lambeau leap, they, uh, they pull out a win. Green Bay, Green Bay. I'm going to go Green Bay at home as well. I like how Jordan loves playing. I think he's he's been playing pretty well second half. Played really well last week. Uh, yeah. I will take Chicago to keep their late season momentum. Paul, you are correct. This is your um, upset lock of the week. Uh, Bears win. Justin Fields has a good game, and the intrigue surrounding his future increases. Four twenty-five. The ten and six Chiefs are at the five and eleven Chargers. Okay, this is one um, with. Kansas City playing uh, Blaine Gabbert, I believe. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so the Chargers are favored by three and a half. Easton Stick versus Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, Correct. I'm going to take the Chargers. I just feel like they've been they've been already kind of in this mode, and they'll be at home, and and they're just yeah, I got them. I guess whatever. It's yeah. so funny. I was thinking the same exact thing yeah. as I was typing that in. Yeah. They're kind of used to. Playing they've already the been playing out the yeah, string, right? Yeah, I'll take the Chargers, but. Maybe field goal game. Take Chiefs. the hook. Yeah. 
She's getting cocky the though. Hook. She's taking hooks and stuff. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I'm gonna do the same thing as Alex. She's probably like a pro gambler. We don't even realize it. <sighs> I wish I was allowed. Now that I know I'm so good at it. I am just gonna take Kansas City both ways. I don't know why. Again, Paul, you're correct. Kansas City wins, and the next day, Patriots fans say that Mahomes is a system quarterback. <laughs> I think we should keep track of how many times Fred says, like, Paul's correct, and then how many times you guys are actually yeah. correct. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the, the Mahomes shot, though, was good. Um, 425, 8-8 eight eight Broncos are at the 7-9 Raiders. Raiders by 2.5. This Last is, game this, of the this season. Is for nothing, Broncos right? finally this are on the road. This is for nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take the Raiders in Vegas. I'll lay the points. You gonna take Stidham? A lot of a uh, lot of gotta <laughs> keep Antonio Pierce talk. Oh my god! Should be music to Patriots fans' ears. Raiders, Raiders. Yeah, I like the Raiders both ways too. I think they are playing for the coach a little bit. I think they like. Absolutely, him. Yeah. they're trying to keep his job. Yeah. Anytime you let the players make that choice, oh. good news for the opponents. Yeah. I will take the Raiders as well. What was the number here? Two and a half. Raiders are favored? Yes. I'm going to take the Broncos. Uh, Just looking for a little juice? No. Because yeah. as, as Hardy likes to say, the action is the juice. Yeah. Uh, 425, as I said, a lot of 425 games. The 11 and 5. You know what e that means, Mike? Mm. A lot of, lot of red zone. Oh, so many games, and you're going to be. All the more reason to have a four hour post game. A lot of red zone balls. What's that now? Are at the 5 and 11 Giants. Uh, the. Floundering Eagles uh, are favored by five. Yeah, I think the Eagles will, will pull this one out, um, but I'm going to take the points for the Giants. I think it'll be a it'll be a slog, probably in, in similar conditions to what's here. Uh, Eagles both ways. Yeah, I like the Eagles both ways, but uh, the Nick Sirianni thing in Philly, I think, is really interesting. Mm. That 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 fall from grace could be rapid. That, that could be rapid. Maybe it took everybody a year or so to catch up to the offense, and yeah. now that the defense is sort of falling apart. Um, I am going to take Philly to win, but I'll take the points because I just don't like the way the Eagles are playing. Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles both ways um, just because they need to turn things around going into the playoffs. Um, 425, I find I'm taking a lot of road games. Um Set nine and seven Rams are at the twelve and four Forty Niners. That's the playoff bound Rams for those of you yeah. keeping track at and, home. I know you guys don't. And so. who owns this series? Yeah. Uh, yeah, somebody owns somebody. The Niners own the series. Nah, However, not in the playoffs. Nobody nah. is playing in this game for either side. Nobody. No Stafford. Uh, no. Uh, Purdy, no well, McCaffrey. Well, there'll be no drop-off at quarterback. <laughs> no <laughs> McCaffrey. Um, good. Good so effort. Niners are, are favored by four. Um, I'm going to take the Rams. I think their 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 B squad will be a little bit more frisky. Um, and yeah, go for the upset if you can call it that. Uh, I kind of want to take that too, but I'm not. I'm just going to stick with the 49ers. I'll give the Rams the points though. I'm going to 49ers. No drop off at quarterback for them. Oh so I'm going to take you San Francisco. Commit to the bit, and I'm going to take them to win. Cover the spread. Yeah, I think there'll be a huge drop off, but I'll still take the Niners because nobody's playing for the Rams either. Yeah. 49ers uh, win this game. Who's playing a quarterback for the 49ers on the Sam, <laughs> Sam Darnold. No drop Sam, off. This is Sam Darnold against Carson Wentz. <laughs> I'm confident oh in that. No drop off. Uh, 425, the 11-5 Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Are at nope. the 4-12 Commanders. Dallas by 13. Commanders are actively tanking this game. Just keep that in mind. Well, when you say it like that, uh, 
I'll take Dallas, but I'm going to take the points for Washington because I wonder about conditions. Oh, yeah, it's in Washington. Hmm. Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys both ways. The commanders are starting Sam Howell, who is objectively Ooh. worse than Jacoby Brissett. The and there's also a report out of Washington <laughs> that <laughs> most of their veterans are probably not even going to play in this game. They are legitimately tanking this game. That's uh, There's a definition of how to tank, yeah. and they're doing it. You yeah. trade your good players at the trade deadline, and you go out there and play hard, grab, shoot your best shot, but you ain't going to win any games. And, uh, by the way, your boy was going to start, and he pulled his hamstring. That's on Brissett. Oh. That's yeah. why he didn't start last week. Yeah. Well, he, he pulled his hamstring in practice on Thursday. Tanking, Paul. Yes, I agree. I'll take Dallas both ways. The snow helps that. For a team that's tanking, oh, they it. might not even get out of the yeah. locker room. I'm going to go with the Cowboys both ways as well. And our final game on Embry-Sure uh, at 820 is the 10-6 Bills. At the 11 and 5 Dolphins. Game of the week. Game of the week. It is the game of the week. I just missed a bunny. I <laughs> feel like Luke Cornett. Um, Bills by three. I didn't understand Cor- anything. Why did said. you just Poor take Luke. a shot at Cornett like that? <laughs> he's, act- he's one of the worst NBA players you've Oh, he's in a basketball, oh, basketball player. Yeah. yeah. I like <laughs> that other guy, by the way. That sh- I think he should play more. Quaida? Yeah. Yeah. Quesadilla. Um, so I'm not oh, just, come on. I'm not just I, taking a shot at the guys on the bench. No, I, 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 I think, I think him, he, he in little, particular can't play. Little poor man's Rob Williams with Quaida. Okay. All right, we gotta hurry. I'll, t- I'll take your word for it. Um, I'm going to go hurry. Buffalo. Only, I'm gonna only seven minutes for the last two games. you got to hurry. <laughs> That's why I did it. I just, yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo in this one. I think, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think they're, you know, the team that they've been, but I just, I like Josh Allen in this game, and I'm going to take the Buffalo Josh Allen's over Miami Tua's and banged it's up Tyreek's. Yeah, everybody's and Tyreek's every, house. And everybody's Tyreek's hurt. House on fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. he's unsettled right now. The roof. Buffalo, the Buffalo. Roof. It's not funny, Mike. Buffalo, His house burned down. Yeah. Yeah. It's was, was like some kid playing with matches. A kid too. was yeah. playing with a, a lighter. Yeah. yeah, be careful, kids. In the house. In Apparently. The house. Well, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. Uh, I'm gonna take Buffalo in this game. I just think that. I don't know if Miami's ready for this spot yet, and I think the Bills yeah. uh, are. And I, I, I like the Bills in this game, and I like Josh Allen to flex on them a little bit. Yeah. Me too. I do think Miami is ready for it. Unfortunately, none of the players I think are ready for it will be playing in this game. So, uh, And I know Buffalo's banged up too, the shoulder with, with Allen, but I'm, gonna ta- I'm with you guys. I'm going to take Buffalo. I am going to take Buffalo as well. Buffalo? Yeah. All around. Yep. Interesting. All right. Now we go back to 1 o'clock, and the 6-10 and 10 Jets head to Gillette to take on the 4-12 and 12 Patriots. Patriots are favored by 1.5. Ha-ha. Ha. Oh, boy. So that means they're underdogs by 2.5. Not according to your boys. Yeah, I, I will take the Patriots to win. I, I just I think it'll be a slog, um, and points will be at a premium. I think turnovers are what kind of decide it and probably will set up the majority of the points. I'm going to say Patriots. 16 to 6. I was also similar score, but Patriots 16 to (laughs) 9. So I'm going to go bold here. I'm going to go very different from all of you. I have the Patriots 27 to nothing in this game against the Jets. I think that one team is playing for their coach and playing for each other, and I think one team doesn't give an F, and the team that cares is the Patriots. I think that they... Have a lot of guys that this could be their last games in the NFL. David Andrews, Matthew Slater, Lawrence Guy, 
potentially, and maybe Bill's last game coaching. And I think that they put together one more ass, you know, kicking. I said the you could say word. kicking. It's okay. So I, what, <laughs> I, I did like the emphasis uh, but, on right. the on the clean word. <laughs> but but can, kicking. Can I say kicking of the of the Jets? P- punch their asses. Uh, to uh, <laughs> to to send Bill off potentially. So w- I, I will be taking the Patriots both ways as well. Oh. Um, Twenty to nine. Um, but going. I'm just curious. Twenty-seven, nothing. What would that require for a turnover margin in the game? Well, so the game. I'm going to say plus five. The, 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 <laughs> co- the game that I kind of am going off of is like that Detroit game last year, where it was right. It was twenty-seven to nothing with Bailey Zappi as the uh, yeah, starting okay. quarterback. So yeah, like plus five in turnovers. That tracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of t- a lot of failed fourth down attempts. Six that, six failed fourth downs and a, a, a fumble return for a touchdown <laughs> in that game. hundred. Yeah, exactly. Might right have been on, might have been an interception return for a touchdown too. Uh, oh, I just Duggar, right? Duggar, Duggar fumble. Yeah. The yeah. fumble was uh, uh, was Duggar. Yeah. I just think that uh, there's one offense that's worse in the league right now than the Patriots, and it's the Jets. Yeah, especially with. Uh, Simeon. Trevor Simeon and playing. I think that those guys are playing whether it's for nobody Bill, turns the ball over like the New York Jets I don't know but I think I the defense is playing its butt off yeah um the reason I went oh when uh Deuce and Alex did their score because you also they, have the Patriots scoring 16 they yeah they stole my thunder a little bit oh. uh 16 nothing nothing Patriots at hat oh. tip to the 16 and 0 oh. streak so I like it I like it so Patriots win. Wow, you guys got the so deep pitching shutouts. I, I I don't think it's crazy. So Homer.com is all on the 4-12 and 12 <laughs> Patriots for the last game. On, I know, right? That's right. We believe in you, you guys. Gotta beat the Jets. Snow be damned. Yeah. Patriots manage 16 points and what could be an historic game. We'll see. I mean, uh, like, do you remember these games, though? Like, I don't know. I just, these, these games, like, yeah, it's the last game, but I feel like it'll quickly be forgotten and we'll remember the good times. Yeah, I, I think that laugh when you want to cry. But you also have you know the dr- the draft over. pick in this game too. You know, and all it's a, there's a lot of <laughs> angles I feel yeah. like to this oh, game yeah. that are yeah. for a game that really means nothing. Right, right. It, it kind of means a lot yeah. in the same time. All right, so pregame ten forty five, possibly a last show by Hardy. So I mean, mm. this is a historic day. I know. You know, it really is big. Uh, then the post-game show, four-hour extra- <laughs> extravaganza. Not really. Uh, and then we'll be back Tuesday, we, but we go into our off-season schedule of Tuesday and Thursday. We did get some emails pleading that we keep it three days a week. Don't forget, Catch-22 will be every week during the off-season as that well. That is correct. Yeah. So that's your third show, yeah, and we'll go. have our emergency podcast when needed. Don't worry. We'll be with you. Maybe Monday at like 2. Yeah. <laughs> we won't miss anything. Uh, See you this weekend. (laughs) Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original.